You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek. Oh my god, this fucking mask. Movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with. I'm like, I have a fellow you're gonna keep that too. <laughs> what? Everything you just, we just talked about? Yeah. I might as well. If not in the beginning, I'll just throw it at the end as like a funny post credit kind of thing. But yeah, I'm not gonna elaborate what we're talking about. <laughs> you guys will know if you listen to the entire podcast up until the end. Um, but yeah, guys, we're back. We skipped a week. Uh, I was. Suffering from post-filming exhaustion uh, and also editing for Unworthy Episode 4. Um, Which is coming out when? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> We've got one more day to film. I think I've said it before. That's because we, we went over the time that we had allotted to finish something. Let's see. Is it going to snow again? <laughs> Man, if it snows that weekend again, we film. But we were supposed to film. No, it's, it's, no, no. I was going to say it's supposed to rain. No, it's not supposed to rain till. Oh. Well, our current schedule is we're supposed to film on this Sunday, so the 7th, but if it doesn't happen, we'll probably push back a week or so. But regardless, we're currently cutting the trailer, so by the end of March, uh, there should be an announcement when that's going to come out. I'm aiming for the trailer to come out by the end of March, and then the actual episode sometime in April. April 1st, April Fool's. Ah! <laughs> but so yeah, so, so that's... not a real episode. Huh? So not a real episode. Say April Fool's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, do I release the trailer on April Fool's Day? Or, like, do I do, like, a funny April Fool's joke about that? And then, like, psych! Ah, it's not done! I'm like, that's kind of mean. <laughs> Especially if people have been waiting for, like, a year for this episode. But what we have so far looks fucking awesome. Even without the VFX. The the stunt guy we got working on this for the main villain, uh, Waddy Jones, is fucking a beast. So I can't wait uh, to actually show people what... See like, the Beast Titan? No, but... <laughs> Uh, we do have Attack on Titan to talk about this week, so we'll get into the Beast Titan. Or actually, not really. He's not even in these last two episodes. <laughs> but because we missed last week, we do have a lot of things to catch up on. Eh, not really. We got WandaVision, the last two episodes. We got Attack on Titan, the last two episodes. Um, and Superman and Lois. And Superman, yeah, Superman and Lois. And that's about it, right? We don't have anything aside from that. No. No. I mean, the fact that you... I didn't even ask you to watch Superman and Lois. I saw that you watched it. So you must have heard the same things to the grapevine I did. That's yes. fucking awesome. That's the only reason. Because yeah. before I was like, I'm not watching this shit. That's how I felt. I was <laughs> like, man, I've seen that motherfucker just ask to be on Supergirl every other week. I am not trying to invest an hour in another CW show. And I was Especially like, I was already disappointed by Bat- Batgirl, Batwoman. So I was like. Have you still been watching it? No. <laughs> it has not gotten any better. I watched the third episode. I was like, ugh. You know why? It's sad because I'm, I'm like, I want to. I want, huh? I, I watched it because of Superman. I, I, I was Super, like, well, Super- that was good. Maybe, uh, maybe that oh, one's gotten better. Meant, I thought you meant Superman was in the episode. I was no, like, no, 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 no. But they did erase uh, Kate Kane's Batwoman. I from, heard about that. It's that so was stu- hilarious. I'm like, but that's stupid though, because she was there. She was a big part of that 
crisis, man. It was crazy. Dimensions, it, time was rewritten. She's gone now. <laughs> that's my headcanon. So for I'm it. like, so to me, that says that something happened between them. Like it wasn't just the oh, I'm tired or whatever. There's no way that, that didn't sound believable when she said it in the first place. That just sounded like a PR thing that everyone's just like, yeah, let's just go with that because it's easier than saying. She didn't want to do this shit anymore because it's going nowhere. <laughs> and that's really what I feel is what happened behind the scenes. But yeah, you don't you don't go out of your way to Photoshop out a whole main character from your your connected universe unless there's beef behind the scenes. Yeah, that was that was that's like petty as hell. <laughs> Very petty. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna talk about Superman, Lois, Attack on Titan, and Wandavision. But before we get into all that, I mean, anything new with you? I mean, you've been killing it on TikTok. I've seen. Yeah, and I'm surprised. Like, <laughs> this shit, like, I'm almost at, like, 40. Hold on, let me look at look at it right now. Yeah, uh, 35,000 followers and almost and 617,000 likes. So almost a million likes. That's crazy. That's crazy. You busted the TikTok algorithm. I, which I wasn't expecting. Just talking about a Storm video. <laughs> that's, that's what started it all. Yeah. Talking about Storm. I mean, I feel like that's definitely your niche. Like, just talking at length about comic book-related things that you're knowledgeable about. Right? Yeah, yeah. but then everybody starts... Then they, it gets to a problem when they ask me about stuff I know nothing about. <laughs> well, I was like, hold on. I'm going to Google that. And I'll get back to you. There was a cat. Somebody was like, can you please talk about somebody... I was like, who? You <laughs> <laughs> with the Guardians of the Galaxy? Who? <laughs> But yeah, guys, if you aren't following uh, Michael on TikTok and YouTube, get on that. Same name, Black Gay Comic Geek. Um, but I'm see. not gay, though, so. You're not? No. You've built your social it's, media it's, on a lie? It's all, it's all clout, yeah. Everything's been a lie? Yeah, even, it's all been a lie. <laughs> all the time I've known you, you've been <laughs> lying to me. <laughs> Every dick joke you made. Well, yeah, I've never, I've never had a dick in my mouth. Wow, that's... <laughs> you're playing the long game is lie, bro. I don't know what the yeah, end game is, but... <laughs> All right, well, let's get to jump right into it. Like, it's like Aaron. You got to play the long game. <laughs> All right, let's jump into it because we got a lot to talk about speaking of Aaron. Um, let's start with iTunes reviews. First iTunes review comes from Michael Emerson. Good to see y'all back. I was hesitant to leave this review because... Man, my, th- my mask is killing me right now. Uh, I was hesitant to leave this review because y'all say we see you next week and we end up seeing y'all six months later. That was only that one time... <laughs> <laughs> for six months. <laughs> it was uh, nine months, actually. Yeah, yeah, more like nine months. It's good to have you guys back. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Michael Emerson. Appreciate that. Uh, Anakin J.K. Gatsby. Five stars. Blur Vision, you should be watching. Thank you guys so much for the commentary and banter. Please. Watching? What are, are well, we it, says, it says what, but it's cut uh, off. I was like, are we on a video? I don't know what else would it be saying. <laughs> you should be wadding? It's got to be watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Please listen to this podcast if you enjoy black voices in a world dominated by white opinions. This is one of the spots. Oh, thanks, bro. Um, and we've got a couple more. Uh, Brandon Scott, 86, five stars. Because I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm bliggity black, and I'm black, y'all. Love the podcast, and welcome back from... That was the subject, by the way. I was just singing that for no reason. <laughs> His subject was, because I'm black, y'all. I, I figured, yeah, because yeah. it's too black for you. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> Love the podcast. Welcome back from your hiatus. Been following your reviews for Attack on Titan and WandaVision, and I've dug your theories on the show thus far. I should do a drunk episode. I just thought about it. I was like, I should break out the wine. 
Oh, you see what's happening, guys? This is the first step. So I'm going to get wine wasted and take advantage of his podcast. Well, where did that come from? I just thought about it. I was like, I want some wine. So you're like, let's just drink right now. Let's just drink it. But I got an empty stomach, so I won't last that long. <laughs> we have like three-hour podcasts. If we were drinking the entire podcast, we'd be like wasted by the end. I mean, I got a whole bottle and white wine in the fridge. And let me tell you something else about Wanda. And then we run out of that. I got champagne, so we can keep we can keep this going. Oh my god, that's not a bad idea though. We should do that. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. I still can't shake that director Hayward is the villain in the show because of his degrees on the wall being in a hexagon shape when we first met Monica. I did not catch that. That's interesting as hell. And the farther we get in the show, the less the hexagon thing is making sense because I thought that was going to be some kind of allusion to Mephisto, but it doesn't seem like that's where the show is going. We only got one episode left. Yeah, so there's no way it's going to be like, surprise, Mephisto! Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Um... Either he isn't who he says he is, or he's going to be someone who creates the anti-mutant sentiment in the MCU. It's interesting theory. On Attack on Titan, I like that the story is no longer really centered on Eren, has become about the larger world around them. Man, Eren hasn't been the main character since, like, season two. Like, <laughs> he is, though. He is, he is the main character, but in terms of, like, his story focus, like, it can, it's like Game of Thrones. It can focus on anybody. It's like, it's like calling Jon Snow the main character in Game of Thrones. Is yeah. he the main character? Yes. Are there a lot of other main characters as well? Also, yes. But even with the other characters that they're focusing on, it's still about Aaron. <laughs> yeah, ultimately. I mean, he is the main character. But just in terms of, like, he's it's not like a Naruto where the show is almost exclusively about him. That's where you lost me. Okay, that's <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> or even Dragon Ball Z. I mean, Goku. Okay, there we go. Goku <laughs> Vegeta, that's it. <laughs> like, um... Oh, large world around them uh, has in, oh, but Aaron has indeed become the villain of the show as he has went from idealistic child to a damned war battered terrorist. Also, FYI, Funimation and Hulu have a contract for anime, so Promise Neverland is simulcasting there, and they are on like episode six. I still haven't even caught up on that. Uh, after hearing that they're not following the manga and it's giving people a lot of mixed feelings about it. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of turned me off. Cause like, didn't full metal alchemist do that. And that's why they came up with brotherhood. That's exactly what happened to full metal alchemist. But like, I liked promise Neverland, And in a world where if I know the second season isn't good objectively, like from hearing it through the grapevine, I wouldn't want to taint my, my perception of that show by watching a bad version of it. In my mind, it could have ended in season one, and that, that just would be a cliffhanger ending. Yeah. What are the kids going to do in the world full of demons? I'll never know. <laughs> what a cliffhanger. Um, next email comes from, or next iTunes review comes from mkevin88. It's a five-star review, and he's got one request. Hey, guys. Love the podcast, and I always look forward to it. The few times I have to wait because I haven't caught up on WandaVision or Attack on Titan always kills me. <laughs> I mean, this week, Michael yeah, almost didn't watch Attack on Titan, so... <laughs> But I did. But you did. <laughs> With me, sitting here, watching you watch it. <laughs> uh, can't wait for new media to be released so I can hear your views. Especially looking forward to the next Godzilla movie. Oh, me too. Anyway, I have one small request. Is there any way you guys can run the podcast through an audio leveler? Sometimes you guys get real quiet in the conversation, so I crank up the volume. And then a minute later, have an explosive reaction, like laughter or yelling. And it blows up my speakers and eardrum, lol. If not, no big. I'll just keep my hand near the volume knob. It's funny, I do run it through an audio leveler, so maybe I need to figure out another solution, or maybe I'm not running it correctly. But thanks for the heads up uh, on the technical issue, M. Kevin. And uh, we will be talking about Attack on Titan and WandaVision this week, and I am very much looking forward to Godzilla, so 
And the last iTunes review comes from Super Iron Halo, five stars. The two podcasters who brighten up my day. Hey, Jordan and Michael, and hey, Royale. And you're brightening up the dog's day. Yeah, huh? this dog's so cute. Mm. Michael's babysitting a dog for a week, and he's been... Two like, weeks. Two weeks. And he's been the most adorable little podcast third co-host. <laughs> uh, hey, Jordan and Michael. Mr. Corrections here. Uh, from your what, email. What we mess up? Yeah, exactly. Well, we always mess up. <laughs> A.K.A. the guy who keeps reminding Jordan he spoiled Logan for me. Oh, 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 great. <laughs> Just so you know, bro, I carry that in my heart every time I'm about to spoil anything. <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, ah, who am I ruining this for if I spoil something now? That's honestly why I haven't even posted much WandaVision stuff. Because I'm always scared if I post something. You know, I've seen other people post stuff. They'll be like, oh, White Vision. Oh, oh I didn't know. <laughs> Spoilers. I mean, but, you, know, you could always post. Be like, well, it just aired a half hour ago. It's not my problem. Do you I, like the rest of the internet? I used to be that guy. Uh, maybe I just need to be that guy again. Anyways. Or de- give it, like, Monday. Like, airs on Friday, yeah. so Monday after after Monday is fair game. Fair. Anyway, guys, uh, glad to see you guys recording weekly again, or as mm. often as you... Yeah, kind of. Or as often as can, depending on how deep into production Jordan goes into Unworthy. That was literally the issue last week. Had a quick question primarily from Michael, since he's the only one, as far as I know, who's worked a customer service job at a hotel. I've done food. Didn't like it. But Jordan can chime in, too. Michael, what was your worst Karen experience while at your job at the hotels or at any other job? And on the opposite side, what has been your best, coolest customer experience? Keep well and safe up there in the East Coast. Sending you good wishes through these trying times. Thanks, Super Iron Halo. I appreciate to, that. I'll have to think about best and worst. Yeah, like <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, Anybody hurl a racial insult at you ever? The one that's coming to mind didn't actually happen to me. Okay. Um, where and, I, and it's funny because I literally just told this story the other day, and that's the only reason why it's fresh in my head because uh, somebody was asking about microaggressions within the Asian community. Okay. And so I was like, I actually saw when that happened. There was this, uh, one, of, one of my former coworkers, since I don't work there anymore, <laughs> but he was working the bar. We were both working the bar. And so I was near him when he was serving these two white ladies. Of course, they're white, so don't be surprised. But, <laughs> uh, they were talking to him while they were at the bar. And they were like, so actually, before I say that, so well, I'm not going to say his name, but he's very, uh, he, he's Asian, specifically Chinese American. And he was born and raised in America. He's very Americanized. His parents never taught him how to speak Chinese or anything like that. I don't think he's even been to China. I don't think. Okay. I might be wrong, but he's very Americanized. And so he has like typical American accent, anything like that. He's just Asian. Yeah. And so the two white ladies were say, were saying, you know, this racist shit. Like, you speak very like you speak very well English. I'm like, how long did it take you to learn English? And he's <laughs> like, I was born here. I was raised here. And then they were like, "What kind of assumption is that?" First of all, yeah. <laughs> and so then they were like, "Well, what's your name?" He was like, "For the, for the sake of this, I'm not because I'm not gonna say what his real name is, but for the sake of this, I'm gonna just say a regular regular name. His name was uh, Mark. A regular, he had a regular name. Yeah. So he was like, "My name's Mark." And they were like, "No, but what's your Asian name? What's your what's your real?" <laughs> He's oh, like, <wow>. "Mark." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, like they kept pressing them. They're like, I don't have another name. Like, yeah. that's my name. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, 
So shit like that. It's like dealing with. Like I said, it didn't happen to me specifically, but I was right there when it happened. I wanted to fucking throw, throw like a bottle of wine at that bitch. Yeah, supreme ignorance. Basically. Yeah, and I've had—I mean, I've had instant instance where you know, but I can't think off the top of my head. And as far as best, uh, um, maybe when I met celebrities like Ashanti. Oh yeah, that's like that's the easy one then. But I didn't really get to like talk talk to them, but I still got to like hi. Still got to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> Still cool. Brush Cam- yeah, Cameron Monaghan, uh, Wanda Sykes. Cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, guess I got nothing. <laughs> All right, but thank you for the iTunes review, guys. And let's jump right into emails. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna wail. First email comes from. Poet Cartis, food for thought. Hey guys, writing in to say I'm happy the podcast is running smooth again for now, mm, but it's not though. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've been enjoying the resurgence of content and hope you all find more shows to enjoy watching so we can get the time back up to four hours. These two hour pilots aren't enough. Aren't they, are they really not? Really? Are you not entertained? <laughs> two hours is better than Most- no. Two most hours podcasts, is better than no hours. Yeah, most podcasts are 45 minutes. Yeah, like an hour to two hours max. We just can't shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, if anything, it's like the opposite. I've been trying to figure out a way to be more succinct, but I just fail at it every week. Uh, I saw Jordan's post about the new Justice League trailer, and I also thought it looked good, but I think he's getting a little too much credit for basically changing the movie. I hope the movie is good, don't get me wrong, but it's been reported from good sources that Snyder originally made it seem like he was editing a few things but then started to shoot new scenes and got more money for his cut. I may not be giving the best details, but it's basically like he's making a new Justice League. It's not his original cut of the movie. To me, that means no excuses if it's not good because he has the power of hindsight, so to speak, to fix everything fans said was wrong. Well, I mean, if you asked him, the last thing I heard was that he said he never even watched the Joss Whedon cut. So if you don't even know what the mistakes were that were made, you don't know what you're trying to fix. You know what I'm saying? Part of me is like, eh. I don't really believe that either. I don't believe it. But like... The arrogance to say, like, why wouldn't you watch it? Like, if it, especially if you feel like you're trying to improve it by, you know, having your vision be it now. It's like, why wouldn't you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why say it? It, it, it? Just to me, the arrogance of saying that is also potentially an issue. But then, I mean, but then again, in some ways I get it because that was the last thing he worked on before his daughter committed suicide. So maybe he's like, I don't want to watch this. I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, but even still, you still want to know what it is the other guy did with your with your baby. You know what I mean? Like before you start working on a four hour cut or something, maybe you just know the pitfalls he fell into that the fans didn't like, so you don't make those same mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but he's absolutely right. If there's no, if this four hour cut isn't good, if it's not, especially not even good, if it's not better than the Joss Whedon cut, objectively, I will be pissed. I mean. Especially with four hours. I feel like it will be better. It, it's but hard not to, but that, it could be. It could be just as bad. It could be as messy. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to be mess Like, the ton, like there's not going to be tonal shifts like like the original. No, so, but Because it's all BBS. one vision. But I was just about to say. <laughs> but I was just about to say. But it, it could still. Because BVS wasn't as messy as, or like tonally messy as Justice League. No, it wasn't tonally messy. But it was still all over the fucking place. Yeah. Like, like, even the three-hour cut. You still had the great first, like, the three-hour cut, I thought, I, I really liked the first half. But then you had the second half. 
Yeah. I'm like, do I want to say I really like the first half? I mean, there are parts of the first half I liked. I mean, comparatively speaking to the regular theatric, the theatrical cut. Okay. Yeah, because I was sitting there going, what? How does that make sense? What yeah. is happening? <laughs> so the theater, I was like, okay, all of this makes sense now. Why wasn't this in the theater? Okay, yeah. I like this more. But then this, you get to the second half, I'm like, I still don't like this. <laughs> but even with the first half of BBS, it's, it still felt drained of humanity. If that makes sense, even Man of Steel. I'm not, I'm not saying it was good. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But I'm yeah. saying like even that's my fear for Justice League. Now that he's got free reign and it's four hours, four hours with a really dark tone can drag. I'm hoping it's not. There's just so much information he's shoving into this for four hours that it's an entertaining four hours. But if it's not, the opposite could be that. Like the flip side could be that it's just a long, boring, dark story where it's just completely. What's the word? Uh, Pompous, not pompous. It's it's too full of itself. You know what I mean? Like that's the mm-hmm. that's a potential issue with Zack Snyder too. And if that's the case, I'm not gonna want to. I'm gonna be. I mean, well, we already we already, we already got two. Hours. We already got two movies within the DCU from him. And then I like Man of Steel though, so I can't be like I didn't like all of them. Yeah, I know, but based on you talking about darkness and dreariness and not, nothing, there's no real hope. like he even in Man of Steel there was not really any of that. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> But it's like, weird. I, I did feel hope in Man of Steel. I know we're not here yet, but like, even just comparing, and then you know, you you don't want to compare, you hate to compare. It's two different directors, two different, not the same writers, but they're still both playing Superman. Like, Tyler Hecklin's Superman is way more hopeful and seems like he enjoys. Oh, oh yeah. If we're going there, Superman and Lois is what Zack Snyder wanted the DCEU to be because it's got all those epic visuals, but then it's actually got human character behind it. Yes. Yeah. So for sure, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not gonna get that. It'll be, it's gonna be all drab and, yeah. and angry, angry, angry scowling Superman, yeah, angry scowling white people. Oh my god. Uh, it's like Punisher. Pretentious. That was the word I was looking for. Pretentious. It's like the Punisher kicked up to a hundred. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Lastly, I don't know if you guys noticed in the Loki TV show trailer, at about the two hundred three mark, it looks like an old friend would appear in the show. Loki appears to visit different worlds, including possibly the afterlife or underworld, but at the 203 mark, it really looks to be Black Widow if you take a good look. Huh. I'm putting my prediction hat on and calling it now that Loki talks to Black Widow at some point in the show. Check it out, and please tell me I'm not seeing things, man. All right, I'm going to keep going with the emails. Can you bring up the Loki Loki trailer trailer and go to 203? Because I did not notice that, and it sounds interesting. Why would you want to talk to Black Widow, though? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, here's the email I was talking to you about off-air. This is Rashad. He says, I had enough. <laughs> because we don't know shit about Attack on Titan. So he's like, I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> oh, it's the Loki trailer? 203. Yeah, 203. Oh. What? <laughs> is it? Exactly. That's, I'm like, that's totally Black Widow. Who else is that? Yeah, I'm like, who else is that? <laughs> she got a short haircut. It's red hair. She's wearing all black. It looks like it's on uh, Vorm- what, what was it called? Vormir. Vormir, yeah. That's what it looks like. Well, then. Is this how we're going to backdoor revive Black Widow? Have Loki pull her out of time? No, nah, they're not. They, they said that what's her face is going to be the new Black Widow. But also, why would she just be sitting there by herself? Like, maybe she's, it's after she's already dead? Because we, we guys can't see it because it's not a visual medium, but the the screenshot that uh, we just looked at, it's literally her sitting by herself in what looks like Vormir. 
why would that play out like that? Maybe she becomes the new Red Skull. Oh, well, no, but Gamora didn't. So why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. All right, so Rashad's, this is a Tackle Titan thing. You guys are killing me with your Tackle Titan discussions. This season was, I was so proud that Jordan seemed to have finally understood what was going on and why. But after the last podcast episode, all hope was taken from me. I would definitely recommend that you both, especially Michael, watch a recap video of the last seasons to help with your discussion. I have no problem. I said before, I bro, don't remember jack shit. Bro, I w- and he's not lying. Because I was just watching the last two episodes of Tech of Titan with him. And that was the, uh, uh, fuck, what was the title? It was... It's been how many years since season one? And they're yeah. doing so many callbacks. I'm like, I don't remember none of this. So we watched- and then I've watched so many shows in between then. <laughs> Well, we watched Deceiver and Guides together, the, the episode where Gabby has zero chill and the episode where the scouts have zero chill. And we're sitting there watching the scenes where Gabby starts interacting with that family on the farm. I'm like, you remember who those people are? Mike was like, no. And I was like, well, I didn't really notice that either at first or even that, who that girl was, but just wait until later when they start explaining things more. You're going to totally know who that is. And we got to the very end of the episode. They show Sasha <laughs> as the person that saves that little girl. And I'm like, now do you know who that little girl is? He's like, no. Who is that? Like, like, what? Do you know who, who saved her? No. Who, who saved her? Like, what are you talking about? So, yeah, guys. I mean, we're, we're, we're walking up a hill. I mean, we're climbing up a hill for this, okay? Like, it's not my fault. It's Attack on Titan's fault. They should release the seasons quicker. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if maybe if we binge all these episodes, not even episodes, these seasons back to back, then you recognize, come on, that girl, Luis, and we were talking about it during the episode, too, but... That girl, Luis, who Mikasa saved, was in literally one scene at the end of season three where he, she is, uh, where Rod Reese or Historia's father or whatever is attacking the town and she, all the pieces are flying and Mikasa cuts one before it's the, the people. And then they show like, a little girl for literally one second and that little girl is now a main character in this season or at least a side character in this season. And I'm like, I would never remember that if you didn't give me that flashback in that scene. You know what I'm saying? Even when I got the flashback, I still don't remember it. <laughs> But it just shows you how tight the writing is. Isayama's writing is so fucking tight that no scene, no character introduction, no matter how small, is wasted. It's it's fucking impressive. That's why I'm like, well, My Hero Academia doesn't that come back? It comes back this month. I'll be like, I don't remember anything. It's been two years. (laughs) Well, at least they have recap episodes in the first episode usually. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Um, yeah, just the first episode. The first episode. Yeah. Uh, this may be a long email, so feel free to read it on your own if it's too long to read during the podcast. Well, I feel like I need to read it on the podcast because we've been giving people bad information. <laughs> One, I mean, I, I read it fast. One, all aliens can turn into titans. They weren't experimented on, Michael. Jordan was mostly right in that the first founding titan, Ymir, split her power into nine titans, now known as titan shifters. But all Eldians have the potential to turn into pure, mindless titans when injected with titan spinal fluid. That was a question we had. Two, Aaron hasn't slipped. He's always wanted to protect his friends and his people, no matter the cost. This episode was used to explicitly show how Aaron was three to four years ago, oh, how Aaron was three to four years ago, and why he is the way he is now. Uh, well, we still don't know exactly why he is the way he is now. To summarize, Paradise and the Scouts ran out of ideas to tackle the Marley problem. Haruzu wouldn't help them, and the world would always see them as monsters. The whole scene with Hanj was Aaron asking Hanj if she had any alternatives to his plan, he literally asked her to tell him if she had anything up her sleeve. With no options left, Aaron has sided with Zeke, and that's why he's so angry slash disconnected. Jordan, think of Aaron as Itachi from Naruto. Someone, oh, someone who is seen as the villain by the very people he's trying to protect because there is literally no other option left 
but to do some dark shit. But what is the dark shit, Rashad? What is Zeke's plan? Is it just is it just as straightforward as the rumbling and that's it? It didn't seem like it's even that simple, but and you that that reference is lost in you because you don't watch Naruto. Nope. But for anybody that's listening that doesn't know what he's talking about with the Tachi reference, that's why he said Jordan. <laughs> yeah, but that basically just means it's a character that you think is the villain, and also it's like um. Luch Lamperouge from Code Geass, if you ever watched that, you haven't. Don't know what that But it's a thing either. where the audience, from all the actions we've seen from the outside, looks like a certain character is a villain, but then when you get the backstory about why the character's doing the things they're doing, it's re- and in Tachi's case, it's revealed that the reason why he killed Sasuke's uh, clan and orphaned Sasuke and abandoned the village was literally for the village. The village asked him to do it because the clan was going to rise up against the village and kill everybody. And rather than have war, the, the village elders asked Itachi to kill his own clan to basically, like, to, to stop the uprising before it happens. Because so, he, they knew he was so powerful that he could do it. And he basically became the village's scapegoat. Rather than the village killing, killing the Uchiha, or Sasuke's clan, Itachi did it and took the blame on himself. Rather than it being, like, a, the government's doing, it was just Itachi's doing. And then he left the village. So really, he committed genocide for the village for the sake. Of, like, oh, and uh, Batman, same thing. Dark Knight, uh, the first one, not Rises, but the Joker one. Mm-hmm. The, the end. Why is he running, Dad? Because I would like, say, well, he didn't do anything. He just took it on himself. But same thing. Like yeah. you know, he he took on the like the the hatred of everyone, rather than it be a thing where the village is responsible. He took the responsibility on himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which sucks. I mean, that was heartbreaking. You know, which I saw a out. clip. Of that redone with Kevin Conroy's voice as opposed to, what are you doing? Wait, what? I was like, it sounds way better. Wait, could that, that entire scene with... Uh, oh, in The Dark Knight? The Dark Knight redubbed with Kevin Conroy's oh, voice. Oh, they had Kevin Conroy dub Christian Bale? Yeah. Oh, it wow. Sounds so much, it's so much better. I'm <laughs> sure. That was the worst part of the Dark Knight series is his dumbass voice. Uh, and finally, three. Mikasa is of Asian and Eldian descent. Her father's surname was Ackerman which is a clan of warriors that cannot be memory-wiped by the founding titan. Her mother was Asian, and it's on the side of the family that she is descended from Haruza's shogun. Ackerman is not a race, so Levi would not be tied to the his, his Zuru royal family. Oh, that, okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Maybe I'll do this each episode to help you guys understand what's happening. It might just keep me sane through discussions. Catch you next episode. Yeah, Rashad, for sure, man. Like, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I always appreciate when you guys send us an email to kind of clarify things for us. Because we don't have a, a fact checker sitting on the side. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck is happening. You yeah. Know, you'll find out when we talk about these two episodes. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like fucking pulling a fucking bag of rocks. Like, come on, bro. We got to talk about I'm going to let Jordan explain it to me because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> I, but I'd be having questions for you, motherfuckers. <laughs> I was like, all right. Uh, next email comes from Xavier Sutton. Past- like, yeah, what is his name again? I. I don't even remember what happened last season, so... Uh, Xavier Sutton, passing the mantle. Hello, guys. This question slash topic came to me about when a superhero passes the mantle to another. We see a lot of stories where we see a person picking up the mantle or the name of the previous person, like Terry McGinnis being the new Batman, or Falcon becoming Captain America, but there are also times where a character creates their own unique thing with the material from the previous person, like Deku with All Might or MCU Spider-Man with Tony Stark. I would like to know which one do you prefer? Would you rather have it be taking the name and continuing the legacy or make something different and unique? If that question doesn't make sense, I apologize. I confused myself for writing that. <laughs> I, I kind of got it. I also have a question about Rambo and WandaVision. We'll start with the first question. Um, 
Do you prefer... You okay? That's just some of my... Oh. Do you prefer uh, passing the mantle, like, straight up? You literally get the same costume and, and name and alias? Or do you prefer passing it, like, in a more of a spiritual sense where you, you know, you take on maybe the person's legacy in a more abstract way, like Deku? I would prefer them to become someone else. To be, to be something, something else. Right? Something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. It's definitely more interesting. Even like Miles Morales. I was just that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, it's like that's kinda walking that line where he's Spider Man, but he at least he looked is that the same exact costume? Yeah. But Granted, I do like what they've been doing with him. Like he does have his own corner of the Marvel. He had his own universe at one point. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I do like, I like to see him, I mean, you don't, but I like to see him interact with Peter every so often. I do too. Through a dimensional portal that they could <laughs> go from nah, 616 to the like, hey, Peter, you come over for lunch? No. <laughs> Even though it's weird because you're like 20 years older than me. <laughs> yes. Very weird. And you don't age, Peter. It's so weird how yeah. I've gone from like yeah. 12 to like 18. Yeah, I, I was 13 when I got my powers, and you're still the same yeah. age. So, it's so weird. You should be like 40-something, bro. I don't understand this. I mean, it's the same with the Fantastic Four. Franklin Richards is like a teenager now, and they're still... Just giant storm still mid-20s, like late yeah, or early Johnny's 30s. Still, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, his next question. I also have a question about Rambo and WandaVision. Do you think that... Uh, this is spoilers, guys, if you don't want to hear about WandaVision. Her getting powers actually came from entering the Hex, or could it have been something that happened to her from a previous mission, and her entering the Hex somehow enhanced or unlocked her powers. That's all I have. Hope you guys have a good day, and stay nerdy, my boy. That's right, because the episode that we missed talking about was the episode where Monica finally manifested her powers and did the superhero landing, so you know she's a superhero now. <laughs> um... Based on what I, I mean, they could, the they could always go, but yeah, I was gonna say they could always go back and retcon it later on, like but Wanda? based on what we know, yeah, <laughs> but based on what we know, she got her powers from the hex because yeah. the moment she came out and she got that cat scan, they were like, Something's not right, yeah. And then Darcy was like, Oh, you're, you've been in and out the hex multiple times, it's changing your body. If you keep doing it, you're, you're, you're like, You're gonna change. I had a question about that just because she, before she walked into the hex, it was like she immediately knew she could do it. And I was just confused. I'm like, why Why do you just out of nowhere go, I can make it through? After the tank got flipped through out of it. You know what I mean? Like, we tried to put the tank in and it got rejected. What What made her, was just a feeling? Like, I don't I think don't... she, I don't know if she necessarily knew it. She was just like, I'm going to, I'm getting in this motherfucker no matter what. Oh. I was just thinking about that because of the, remember the first episode? Or, no, it's for, like the third episode where um, her and Jimmy go to the, the hex for the first time. And Jimmy's like, I have a feeling that we're not supposed to go in there. And it almost felt like the opposite for her. Like, she was called to go in there. I mean, it could be that, too. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I crushed it for you. I was like, I, 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 I mean, it could, be, it could be a little bit of that, too, because Monica does allude to the fact that, like, when, when she had that confrontation with Wanda outside of the heck, she's like, there's something you know deep down that you can trust me. Yeah. You're just so overcome by your fucking craziness. <laughs> yeah, that you're not allowing yourself to like really listen, but I think it could be that too. Like, so Wanda, she didn't let the SUV in the hex, but she kind of let Wanda into the hex. Mm. I mean, Monica. Yeah, I felt like just I, I thought it made sense considering that if she's the new Captain Marvel photon, whatever you want to call her, 
Captain Marvel's universe got her powers from his Infinity Stone. Wanda got her powers from an Infinity Stone. The Hex is, by virtue of that, a byproduct of the Infinity Stone's power. So, Monica forcing her way through, literally, if, when she's walking through it, I really love the effect of it. It seemed like she's walking through multiple realities, almost. Like, she was, like, fighting through it. You could hear, like, her voice from, like, the past. You could hear different people talking from her past, like her mom and stuff like that. I really liked it because by overpowering the... By forcing her way through the Infinity Source power, it's like she got the Infinity Source powers. I hope so. But, I mean, but that, that wouldn't that make sense? That's why she's got blue glowing eyes rather than red glowing powers. And it's not... And now, to me, it makes it seem like... Captain Marvel proper has her powers from the Infinity Stone. And I'm like, so now Marvel mm, got her powers. I'm like, tech, I, mean, I guess, I guess, Monica, I guess, because of Carol. But I'm like, well, technically, her powers should be yellow. But yeah, because Carol's powers are yellow. Yeah, I was like, so they probably don't want to do that. No, it's but they literally choose different color for everybody. Yeah, everybody. I got this purple. Uh, yeah, purple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're the Power Rangers of the <laughs> Infinity Stones. Uh, next question is straight up from WandaVision or about WandaVision. Doctor rather. Strange is like orange. Yeah, that's a good point. I thought he was more... Yeah, it is orange. You're right. Uh, Miguel Vasquez. Hey, guys. Glad you guys are back on a consistent level. Kind of. Past year hasn't been the same without you guys. The sexual tension is still there between you two. God damn it. Even if Jordan has to remind Michael, he has a girlfriend every episode. Do you not have a girlfriend in every episode, Michael? Um, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. Uh, I wanted to bring up the full house references. I think... You guys missed it because I've heard you mention it was a wasted opportunity. They referenced it on the 80s episode. I'm assuming because the show premiered no, in 1987. 90s. Oh. Mm, I, thought, I was like, I remember Full House in the 90s. The intro song had a couple references to Full House. Also, Agnes comes into the episode with Kimmy Gibbler's vibes. And at the end of the episode, Pietro shows up giving Uncle Jesse vibes with the leather jacket and all. Yeah, I got that. I did get that. Um, WandaVision has been great and can't wait to see where they take it. Anyways, keep up the good work, guys. Stay nerdy, my blurdy, and go beyond plus ultra. Thank you, Miguel. Uh, I think we have one more email. Yep, one more email. Last email comes from Ethan Vassar. Some more fans. Oh, wait, no, this is this is not for us. This is for Unworthy Productions. I'm like, what? Only fans? Yeah. <laughs> well, some more fans. He's, he's saying that him and his son have been watching Unworthy Productions um, since they took Power Rangers off of Netflix, and he's thanking us. So that's very nice. Thank you, Ethan. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but <laughs> I think this is just meant for uh, thank you and good luck. Your Power Rangers project definitely inspires people seeing someone work hard. And t- oh, that's very nice. Thank you, Ethan. Um, and I guess that's it for emails. And he doesn't listen. <laughs> what? I was like, he's not listening. <laughs> to what? I was like, Ethan. Why am I not listening to Ethan? No, I'm talking about he probably doesn't. Oh, yeah, oh he listened to the podcast. I'm like, I didn't, did I not read what he said, right? <laughs> yeah, probably not. I mean, I, I feel like this was an email meant for uh, just unworthy productions. But anyway, let's jump into topics of the week since I already hit the 40-minute mark. And, uh, it feels like we've been here forever because we've been watching Tech Titan. <laughs> what do you want to talk about first, Tech Titan or WandaVision? Or Superman. Or Superman. We can talk about Superman. What you want to do? We can talk about Superman. All right, let's jump into Superman and Lois. I, I, can, I, I can actually talk about that. Attack on Titan, I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, jump into Superman and Lois. When we were dreaming about having a family, it didn't look like this, did it? Lost jobs, teens with severe anxiety, parents gone too soon. Why'd you move the family here? 
Still looking for the simple life? Because those days are gone, Clark. Long gone. You got the weight of the world on your shoulders. Really wish I could get drunk sometimes. You're saying you're Superman? Well, we've seen Superman before. We've seen him. Am I a bad father? We're gonna be all right. No one ever dreams about the problems, but every life has them. Even the extraordinary ones. Superman and Lois, two-hour premiere event, Tuesday, February 23rd. Stream free next day, only on the CW app. Uh, if you don't know what rates on Blurred Vision, I will drop it here. Hey. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. You want to talk about Superman? <laughs> Your dog? <laughs> Come on, Royal. Speak. Speak about Superman. He's sleeping. Was he a jabber in this <laughs> show, too? <laughs> He's sleeping. Okay. So, I mean, I am guess I, I want to hear your thoughts about Superman, Lois, since at least I, as much as I've been complaining about the CW, I still give it more of a chance than even you will, <laughs> which is crazy. And you are the person that got me back into Supergirl before it became total trash. So I would like to know how you felt about Superman, Lois. I... Okay, but before I, I talk about that, let me give... You know, just like you did, give some backstory. Mm -hmm. Fuck the CW. <laughs> that was my mentality going into this whole thing. And oh, yeah. I was not interested in watching this show because of, just like you mentioned, because of the jobbing that they did with Superman. Every time he showed up on the show, it was always, Kara, you're stronger than me. Kara, the world doesn't need a Superman so long as it has a Supergirl. Uh, every time he got on the show, he would get like knocked out and taken out of the game. So I'm like, then what the fuck is the point of me watching this show? Like, <laughs> it's called Supergirl, Michael. Yeah, just let, just <laughs> let be it, sexist. <laughs> but even still, like, you don't have to diminish Superman to prop up Supergirl. Mm. Just don't put him like, don't let him be there. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it, it was just stupid to me. And then even just the the lack of, because you know Superman is the first superhero. Like, so there's a little bit of reverence. There, in terms of like modern day superheroes, of course. Yeah. What are you doing? Which where they would put it in like Barry Allen's mouth every once in a while. They'd be like, not oh, even, Superman. No, 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 not even. Like, cause like there was a, cause this is what I was gonna bring up. Cause like even the lack of like caring that they had with like when they had the crossovers and when he actually got to meet the Flash and Arrow and all, mm. because they met Kara first, Barry Allen literally said, Oh, I prefer the other super person. I remember in that even musical though, crossover, he was talking about her super cousin. I'm like, eh, who cares about him? I'm like, you haven't even met him before. Yeah, 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 <laughs> before yeah. you even met him. <laughs> How do you even know about him, Barry? <laughs> like, and it's not to say, like, Barry Allen can't care about Superman over Supergirl, but, like, you haven't, yeah, you haven't even met. And then plus, plus knowing that Grant Gustin is a huge Superman fan, hmm. like, I just don't like the way they treated the Superman character. Like, they did what I think the worst uh, empowerment pieces of media do, which is they think to empower someone, you need to diminish someone else. And usually when it comes to empowering women, it usually comes hand in hand that you diminish the men in, in the same breath. And, I, and it's not, you don't need to lift up, put down one and lift up the other. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's what creates animosity between fans. Yeah, they can both be elevated. Yeah. Taking two different, like... Superman could be in Metropolis and Kara's in National City, like yeah. And they're both super people, and they're both revered throughout the world. Yeah, I don't get why it was an issue having him 
be like he's in the comics and kind of like be a mentor to her to some because he has been doing it longer than her, but they didn't really press into that that much. No, they just kept knocking. And it's the same. Most times she ended up giving him advice. Yeah. <laughs> I was and like, what? And 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 I'm like I said, if that happened, like, cause yeah, some some sometimes people younger than you can still can give you advice, yada yada yada. But there was like no reciprocation between. It was always her mentoring him. But it's like, but. He was Superman long before. He's been doing this long before you have. And with all due respect to them, though, I think the first couple of times he showed up weren't that bad. Maybe like the first. Like two or th- maybe two. I want to say two or three, but let's just say two. I'll say like the first. <laughs> <laughs> Can I remember when he first showed up? We were both really. Oh, oh he ran away somewhere. <laughs> I, have to, I have to keep watching because I'm like, I don't want you. Sh- Even though he just went out, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was I gonna say? First two times or whatever. Oh yeah, I mean, I guess that's basically it. Just the, like, because well, like the first, oh, I was gonna say the first he, time we saw him. Did you see that my Spider-Man Far From Home toy? Yeah, he loves that shit. Every time I turn my back, he's gonna eat it. He tries to he tries to eat it. <laughs> only only the Spider-Man one. He doesn't go after any of the other ones. Yeah. Only the Spider-Man one. So I have to keep like, where he? Where is he? Where yeah. is he? Well, I was gonna say that I, I remember being a little nostalgic when we first watched Supergirl, when we first showed up, we were excited about it. So at yeah, least the first one excited. or two times, it was like, all right, Superman's here. That was actually good. It elevated the show. That was awesome. And then after that, they're like, okay, now that we established him, now he's worse than Supergirl in every way. It was like, wait, what? <laughs> and not even and, and even just diminishing his cat, like having that shit come out of his mouth, like the world doesn't need Superman Yeah. so long as it has Supergirl. Like Superman would not say that. No. Like... There's a Justice League, but guess what? Superman's still involved. Mm-hmm. Like he wouldn't just peace out. Even without world. his powers, that's like the whole point of Superman. Even without his powers, if if there's something that he can do to try to help, he's gonna try to do it, even if it's at the cost of his life. Yeah. And so, just, that was almost him talking to the audience to be like, "We don't need a Superman show. We've got a Supergirl show." <laughs> that's really what it was. Pretty much until now. Now they're like, "Oh, exactly. let's, do, let's do a Supergirl." But remember, let's there's a, a Superman lot of, show. But, let's take it back again. There's a lot of times that when people talk about Superman show. There was pushback. There was like a, why? Why would you do that? Why? We just gave a woman a show and you're going to take away and make a su- another Superman show? There was a lot of like ill and ill ill will toward the Superman show back when Supergirl was in its like, I wouldn't, I can't even say prime because it, like, it was something amazing, but back in its heyday, its, it's yeah, peak. I, I remember that too, yeah. but I'm just like, why can't you do both? There's a Superman comic and a Supergirl comic. Now granted, yeah. I will say on the flip side because I'm like, uh, I kind of get it though, in the sense because they took pretty like for Supergirl, they put took everything from they took a lot of Superman stories, basically everything. Ba- yeah, pretty much everything, and put it into Supergirl. So then it's like, well, then what do you do? And I mean, I guess you can still make that same argument now, but I think they changed the format of the show. Mm, yeah, before, like with the Superman and Lois, as opposed to it went like just being Superman. Yeah, but so. That's all that my, being that, said. That, yeah, I was going to say, all that being said, yeah. I was not excited about seeing the show. I had no interest in watching the show. I wasn't going to watch the show. But then I saw a lot of people talking and hyping it up. And even still, I was just like, yeah, right. <laughs> they hyped up BVS. I'm not going to be fooled. <laughs> Fool, Fool me, me once. once. Yeah. <laughs> Shame, Shame on you. Yeah. And so I watched it. And even just the opening moment, first thing I dialed into, I was like, Oh wow, the production value level on this show is like 
they put some money behind this more than like any CW show. If I was even if you think about Bat, if you think about Batgirl, where they just drove the Batmobile, I'm like, this is like (laughs) Lamborghini. (laughs) This is like a Lexus. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? It's it's not even comparable to the other CW shows. If I was Stephen Amell or Grant Gustin, I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, why? Now, granted, some of the CGI looked a little cheesy, like when he brought took the ice out of the water. But I would say, even considering. That I agree with you that of all the things that there was an episode, that's probably the most like cheesy moment, uh, CW moment. But I, even, I feel like that was something that the comic book Superman would do. And the, by virtue, well, no, of the, I don't mean cheesy and sound like oh that was. Stu-. I mean in terms of like how, the effects. The, yeah, the effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like in a world where we've seen how bad the CW shit looks, when it's not even something that extreme for something as ridiculous as a man holding a giant ice cube, yeah. basically. It still looked good. Yeah, that's what I was about. To, that's what I was about to say. I was like, in terms of effects, that looked like the worst one. Yeah. But even in that worst one, it was still way better than most of the CW effects. I would say any of the CW effects, even the worst effect in this. Think, yeah. of, think about the best CW effects. Like other than like Flash running fast, think think about King, King Shark. Like you could tell it's CG. You could tell it's like that's clearly none of that is real. <laughs> yeah, even Grodd. When Grodd shows up, they put some more effort into it, but then even then, it's still like... Yeah. So even Grodd at the best is still not comparable to what they did in this show. Yeah. Now, granted, like I said, because not to say it's perfect, because even moments when he's flying, you can still see it's kind of stilted a little bit, but it still looks way better than what you're used to seeing on the CW show. And yeah. so I noticed that almost immediately. And then also, like I said, like just the way he is as Superman... Tyler Hecklin, like he's smiling, he's jovial, he oh. seems like he wants to be there. That scene as where he to talks like, to the kid about yeah, when he's talking to the kid his costume, yeah, he's like my, my mom, it. yeah, oh, it was so good. I was like, okay, you're starting, to and run. he was wearing the original, yeah, he's wearing the original, suit. and even the homage with the green car, yeah, that was like to Action Comics number one, yeah, and so I was like. What are you doing to me? What are you doing to me, CW? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm, I'm only like a, a minute into the show, and I'm like, I'm yeah. already learning to like it. Yeah, battered housewife. I don't want to love you, but I do. <laughs> but yeah, overall, not to. I mean, we're gonna continue to talk about it, but not to keep uh, running my mouth. But yeah, I really enjoyed. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed this episode. Like to the point that I'm excited to see episode two. And a what, lot. What, of, epi- what days of the air? I don't know. Yeah, so I'm not, that, I'm not that excited, apparently. Yeah, me either. <laughs> like, fuck. I watched it online, so I don't remember. Yeah, I watched it online. Yeah. And it was like way after the fact when I wasn't, when I had no intention of watching it. Yeah. But, and a lot of the things that I really, the things I really enjoyed about this episode, not even just the production value, I think the, the, the I, I enjoyed the relationships that this episode focused on more so than the Superman element. And I feel like there wasn't a whole... The Superman element was kind of on the back burner. Yeah, I was going to say, the uh, the Superman elements wasn't in, in throughout most of the show. It was there, and I enjoyed it when it was there, but it was the Superman and Lois, and then the fact that he's raising these kids is what is what I mostly enjoyed. And then this episode got a little emotional, and I kind of teared... I kind of started tearing up a little bit. And I was like, wait, a CW show? I'm curious about what scene made you tear up, because I did not. So once again, I feel like I'm, you're I'm tra- losing you're, my emotions. You're, you're trash. <laughs> I'm like, what? We're in the twilight zone. Yeah, I'm like, what made me? T- what made me? I, I, I got, I got an emotional. But yeah. <laughs> I'm like thinking about like, fuck, when? <laughs> if I were, I would give this, I would give this episode a perfect vision. Your turn. Um, while I mean, why order my Uber eats? Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, right off the bat, I'd agree with the perfect vision. I'm not even gonna beat around the bush on it. And it, it's because, like you said, it right from the first scene, you can tell that it's handled with a certain level of care and breaks 
the formula I feel like all the CW shows have fallen into since Arrow. And really, maybe not even since Arrow, since The Flash, because that was the first thing that kind of, I would say, created the, the framework of the CW formula, especially with how, like, the, the tone and the goofiness and, and really the production value. All those shows kind of look the same, from Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, Flash, Batwoman, they all have basically the same aesthetic. This is the first show that completely breaks that, that, that norm. Mm-hmm. And like you said, even though the Superman stuff is on the back burner, honest to God, and I didn't, would not, if you had told me this before I watched it, I'd be like, fuck out of here. I don't, that, that, you're just making excuses for this show. I would have been like, wait, so there's less Superman, or there's less superheroing in this than your average Flash or Arrow episode? But that doesn't matter. It's not about the amount of time. It's about the quality of the time you spend on the superheroics. Because, yeah, there's less Supermaning here than, let's say, your average Flash or Supergirl episode of when they do their superheroics. But there's so much weight and importance placed on the, the action segments. And it, is, it doesn't feel like a cheesy villain of the week formula like in the other shows. Where it's like, oh, here's just a one-off villain he's going to fight. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Not even getting to the end where they reveal who the said villain is, who's kind of a mystery the entire episode. But... The fact that it feels like they set up Superman's life first. They really place an emphasis on that Superman and Lois dynamic. Him being a father, him being a husband. And then after that, added in the Superman elements of, like, oh yeah, and also, he's got responsibilities to the whole world. And I like that they even had a conversation about that with Lois and uh, his her father, mm-hmm. uh, the general. I was actually surprised they went with the route of him. But I actually like that. Him, that he knows. He knows. But yeah, but I, I like that we've... It was almost felt like they took everything we knew about Superman and went, okay, but what else? Like, we've already done the origins, we've done the secret identity, we've, we've done all that. But we know we haven't seen, we haven't seen Superman being a dad. And that's really what this this whole show is. And that's it's, another thing I like, the fact that we don't have to go through, oh, Lois doesn't know, we got yeah. to keep the secret and all. Yeah, all yeah. The, the, the basic ABCs of what we, when you think about Superman, that's the, the basic shit you always think about. And we've seen it done so many times that if that show, if this show was about that, it would have been Supergirl 2.0, where it's just like, oh, here we go again. Okay, oh, four CW drama. There's CW drama in this too, but it's not as basic as, hey, let's go talk into a hallway real fast so we can have a, a breakdown about your feelings. Funny enough, I think the CW drama is with the kids, and that's the thing I was least interested in. I agree with that, 110%. But even that, I thought I would end up hating those kids, especially how they completely changed the characterization of uh, Jonathan from the comics. As far as I know from the comics, he's not like that, right? Well, Jonathan's still a kid in the comics. Yeah, but I mean... His... And there is no Jordan. Well, no. <laughs> it's me, yeah, baby. He, I got you. the powers. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just... Him yeah, Jordan, being... Jordan, they made up Him being show. like a jock. Like, but, but that too, like them aging up Jonathan and having a brother. And then now Jonathan's like the all-star quarterback. Like, he's the, the kid that you expect to be kid, Superman's kid. But then they have the extra element of, yeah, but what if Superman also had an emo kid? Like, Jonathan in the comics, I like. But then when you think about it, there's not much there because he's just baby Clark. It's like, all right, but it's not that interesting. But then when you add in the element, yeah, he's got a baby Clark too. But now he's also got a problem child. And when we get into the, the spoilers of the episode, what comes of that character isn't what I expected to happen. But I'm interested to see where that goes. Could go dark. Bright burn all over. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> this could potentially be fucking dope if they do this right. I don't know if they're going that direction, but probably not. Probably that's not. Probably, that's probably too much for a CW. Oh man, if that was like a season two. Ooh boy. But um, but yeah. Long story short, 
I really that would be so fucking good. Like now I'm thinking about it. Like, what does Superman do when the thing he has to fight is his own kid? Yes, <laughs> yes. It and just the fact that it raises those questions, but then like, also just thinking about that makes me pre cum. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got all the elements of a superhero show that I want to see, but it also took the time to set up these characters in a way that makes me interested to keep wanting to watch and see where they go. I like Lois being plucky and like being the the the. The, the stable person at home that kind of is like the the heart of the family. I like the kids kind of being on the the outs with their father right now because they just learned this incredible this insane secret that no one should fucking have to deal with. And I like Superman trying to balance his life. And that's it's almost like Spider Man but for Superman. <laughs> and I dig that. Um so yeah perfect vision. Let's just jump into spoilers. And um, more so because I mean Spider Man just it's New York. Superman is the whole fucking world. And then even beyond that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not there wasn't a single point that I was like, oh, this is like those those Superman fighting scenes could have been like we've seen them done before. We've seen Superman and Supergirl fight on their shows. Never once has it felt impactful the way it did here. You looking for your dog? <laughs> but yeah, I just I just feel like they could have executed these 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 scenes. But they elevated every single one. Yes, and I mean even the fighting, like, because we've seen Kara fly, like the fly, everything just looked way more bigger. Yeah, bigger, and I don't want to say cinematic because it didn't. It's not like Mandalorian level, but I, I would still by comparison, right, definitely uh, right under, right under that. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's like one rung below. Like if yeah. CW and Man of Steel had a baby, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of spoilers, I guess we already kind of mentioned that. Um, one of the sons has powers. And Superman's gay. Yeah, <laughs> what a what a twist in the show about Superman being a family man with his wife. <laughs> SCW drama for your ass. Um, yeah, the fact that they they kind of te- we were wondering before when watching the trailer, are they going to give the kids superpowers? Mm-hmm. And we were hoping. I remember you saying that you wanted them to wait a little bit longer, right? Like yeah. you didn't want it to be right off the bat. Yeah, it kind of is off the bat. Kinda, yeah, basically. <laughs> After the first episode, but a real but only like, one of the sons has powers for now. For now. Yeah, they did that same thing with Black Lightning. Yeah. So I doubt it's gonna be only Jordan. Maybe it's the sons that have to fight at some point. <laughs> but you know, other than a little girl boy drama with that the the girl in the town that they meet, mm-hmm. I wasn't really interested in that. Them going to the party and then Jordan manifesting his powers there. Yeah, I didn't care about oh, whatever. Any of that. But the stuff with him and and Superman. Yeah, Yeah. that's the stuff I like. The scene where they were yelling at each other? That was some good acting for CW. Jordan being like, yo, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So you lied to us this entire time, Dad? Yeah. (laughs) No, I I still laugh when he was like, no, no, we've seen Superman. You're not Superman. He took off his glasses and he was like, oh. (laughs) I'm like, telepathy, how is that? The the whole glasses thing, I don't understand, but... (laughs) It wasn't like, he took off the glasses, and he still didn't know it was him. He's like, let me show you. He lifted up the car, and it's like, oh, now I know he's Superman. Yeah, like, like, I can't, I I mean, I guess it's the same with you. You don't know the difference between somebody with a beard and not not a beard. That's true. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Um, But in terms of spores, like, what do you want to talk about? Just like, I guess the biggest spoiler is just the twist ending of who the villain is. Well, you asked what 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 was the thing that got me emotional? Oh yeah, what was the thing that got you emotional? The thing that got me uh, almost because I didn't completely shed a tear, but I was close. But the thing that got me emotional is his mother. Like that. Oh, his mom! Oh my god, I totally forgot that. You're absolutely right. Not and not even just the fact that she died, but just the way that whole scene was crafted. Like 
he was just having a normal day with Lois. Mm-hmm. He was on the phone. Just they, they were having a conversation. Then all of a yep. sudden, he's his mother. And this is after his mother called him the other day. Though honestly, that the phone call when her voice started cracking toward the end of the car, I'm like, is she gonna die? I didn't think she. I was like, no way. I thought she was gonna. Like, I thought I knew something was gonna happen to her, but I didn't think they were gonna kill her. Not in the first episode. This is Martha Kent. Because we just like the, the the intro of the episode is like the backstory of Superman, yeah. and you see Jonathan Kent die in the backstory, which I love that. I I like that ending way better than fucking Man of Steel. That's the th- that's the thing oh, I yeah, fucking hated. Bullshit. That's the thing I hated yeah. about Man of Steel because the whole purpose of Superman is like. He has all this power, but the one thing he couldn't do is protect his father from a heart attack. Yeah. You can't do shit about that, but a tornado completely demystifies and takes away that because he could have fucking saved him. Yeah, very easily. Without <laughs> anybody knowing. Yeah, he's very fast. Yes. <laughs> so like that shit, look, like, I, his father look, going like, I'm not no, saying man, it's perfect. <laughs> I just I liked it. Him putting out the fucking instinct, bye, bye, bye hands. Like, yeah, that was dumb I choice. hated that. that I was fucking a, hated that. That was a real dumb choice in Zach's part. I agree. <laughs> I, I can't even refute that. It, that was probably the worst decision in that movie. So well, yeah. then, so then them the fact- having it in this show be like, no, 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 fuck that bullshit. Yeah. He dies of a heart attack. He dies of clearly. a heart attack. Yeah. And so then the fact that it happens again with his mother, granted, it wasn't like a heart five attack, later. it was a stroke. Yeah, five minutes later, basically. <laughs> was it five years? No, no, no was te- not five years, like oh. five minutes. Oh, I was like, like, he's we, a teenager. We basically saw the intro, Yeah. saw him, his, his father die in the intro, and then like 10 minutes go by in the show, and then we get the phone call from the mom, and then, oh yeah, your mom's dead. What? <laughs> We're starting with so, this? Yeah, so that caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting him to do that, and... Yeah. Like, just like I said, the way the scene was crap, like it just, I don't know, it just hit me. Like, no, I, no, no, I totally forgot about that scene. Yeah, I, I didn't cry from that, but I can see why you'd be emotional from it. Yeah, that just, even like when he got the phone call, he's like the doc, and he just zoomed. Yeah. Like, even just the zooming away, I was yeah. like, that, I don't know, that just hit me. Yeah. And then him just showing, like, even the scene where he actually shows up there, and she's like, how did you get here? And he's just walking Even though I will think it, because I was like, why they do, I guess they only have one frame, because I'm like, they they showed him in a Superman outfit, then he changes back into his costume as if somebody saw. I'm like, why did he fly as Superman? Why did he just be Clark? Because you can only fly as Superman. <laughs> you gotta have that I, cape, baby. I'm like, I guess they only have one CGI flying man. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't make sense for him to be Superman. Yeah. Because it would look weird if you saw Clark Kent flying at Mox me. <laughs> yeah, but they can't see if he's flying that fast to get to his mother. No, no, they wouldn't see it, but the audience would in that one shot of him flying. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, those, honestly, that, that might have been the reasoning why they didn't do it that way. Like, it might have been like a thing where they had him in his, his normal clothes flying. I'm like, that looks weird. Let's <laughs> make him Superman. But it doesn't make sense, boss. It doesn't matter. It, visually, it looks better. That sometimes that happens like that. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I agree. But maybe if you saw him with the glasses and his business suit flying, you'd be like, that's weird. <laughs> but no, it's not even that they showed him flying. They just like, when he, uh, when he zoomed away from Lois, they cut to the next scene. You see him arriving in Smallville. But when he's arriving, you see like the cape going in the back. Then he goes behind the barn. Then he instantly changes. Yeah. I was like, that was a waste of a... Just have him be there. He's like, I can only flap my cape, okay? <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> but I think they, the reason why they did that, or killed them all, I mean, is in a show where it's about Superman being a husband and father. Yeah, you got to get him out of Metropolis. Not even out of Metropolis. I mean, that too. That's another good reason to do it, to get them into Smallville. But... I just mean, like, if you have the mom around, what her purpose in that only scene she was in was to give him answers. But you can't have someone give him the answers if the show's going to be about him. You know yeah. what I mean? He's got to figure out himself. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Like, I, I was also surprised they killed her, but I'm like, thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, it's called Superman Lois, not Superman Lois and his extended family. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, his mother, even when she's alive, it's not like she plays, 
she's there all the time. No, no. But even still, if, it, if otherwise, I feel like every episode would end him calling her and being like, "Mom, shit was hard today. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Help me out here." Because she gave him good advice. Yeah, she no, she, she died. Yeah. So yeah, I I I got I got a little weepy. Okay, that's fair. And the ending surprised me because they did so little in this episode. They say it's connected to the other CW shows. I feel like they're doing a. It's uh, they so. Did, they definitely did a soft reboot. It definitely felt like a soft reboot because they didn't even mention in the the little prelude of the, like the backstory stuff. No Supergirl, no Arrow, no Crisis. Crisis. Yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't mention Universal none of, level. Not even to mention that. Yeah, they don't mention none of that. No. And then by the end, I was like, is this a touching on Crisis at all? Because if it's a Lex Luthor, spoilers, from another dimension, that's the only explanation because we've yeah, already so seen Lex yeah, Luthor so from that dimension. It's loosely, it's loosely connected. Yeah. Or whatever. Because, I mean, even at the, if I remember correctly, at the end of Crisis, kind of like in a very uh, Diggle type of way, instead of him having a daughter, now he had a son. Instead of him having one son, he now has he has two. Yeah. So that's their loose connection. Yeah. But when it comes to... And then, you know, Lex Luthor and another Earth. Yeah. Which part of me is still like, I mean, yeah, I get he's another Earth, but I don't know. I'm curious. I mean, it's a black Lex Luthor. It, I, I'm curious to see how they're going... If he... If but part of me, part of me, even though, like, I get it's another Earth, because I'm like, we already got a Lex Luthor, though, but... Yeah. I want to see how the world reacts to that. But, is it going to become a factor... Aside from just being a villain. But part of me also wonders, or th- I think to myself when they do that, I'm like, see, the fact that they had to make a black Lex Luthor just tells me or sh- sh- highlights to me even more, because it's not like I didn't realize this, but just highlights to me even more just the lack of diversity in DC, more so than Marvel. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, <laughs> and it's not to say Marvel is so much better, but for the most part... Most of Marvel's diversity in terms of like Asian superheroes, black super, gay super, all it's falls in within X Men for the most. Like you take X Men out, most of Marvel's, not most of it, but because there's like still Blade and Monica and Blue Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So that's still, but most of it comes from X Men. Mm-hmm. What is that? I don't know, <laughs> Alexa. Uh. But uh, yeah, like, but when it comes to DC, I can name a small handful of like. Characters of color. That's what happens when you make all your characters in the fifties and sixties, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, but so did, so did Marvel. Yeah, but at least they had the X Men minority allegory. They didn't even have that. Like, no, DC doesn't have that. No, they had Suicide Squad. It's about the closest <laughs> thing. Teen Titans, maybe not really. No, no. not really. Because yeah. what Cyborg joined the team in yeah, what the eighties? Exactly. So. And he was the only one, well, Mal and Bumblebee. But then they've been MIA. Hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm just curious to see what they do with like, because my whole question was, if it's connected to CW shows, what are his villains? And the fact that they had to pull a Lex Luthor from another dimension, I'm just curious to see how that inner, because a lot of Lex Luthor's like mystique or not mystique, that's the right word. A lot of his like currency as a villain doesn't just come from him doing villainous Superman no. shit. It comes from him being a, an evil billionaire. You know what yeah, I mean? The so, world's richest billionaire. Yeah, and- a, a villain on the low with a with a. Uh, an angelic per, uh, public persona but if he's from another dimension can you still do that yeah he doesn't have like how do you even have money <laughs> exactly like is the money the same can he can he step into the all the Lex Luthor shoes and be like I'm him but I became black like I don't know <laughs> like, and, I'm t- and I'm taller yeah the like, Lex Luthor was shorter yeah so, I, so I, I'm just curious to see where they go with that and I'm also curious to see what they do in the future for other villains like how are they going to handle this and because they were so vague in the first episode, I just have no idea. <laughs> I feel like they're just going to not acknowledge Supergirl for the most part. 
But so are they going to start? But are they going to start repeating villains where it's like uh, Livewire? Are they going to bring her in and just be like, "This is a different person altogether"? Yeah, they might just mention the other a, one. A new Livewire. Yeah. Or, so, or, they then, might, or they might just go the route of every villain. I don't know. Every villain's an Earth Two version of what we saw already. But that's my question. Because if the more they do this, this is the same villain from another dimension thing. The more it does feel like it's still playing in that same universe. But they start recasting people and don't explain it at all. Then it feels like, yeah, this is a soft reboot now. So I don't know. Those are the only answers we'll have. Because, I mean, Supergirl's still going on. Like, they're about to enter their last season. How is it not over yet? <laughs> this is about to be their last season. And so, I don't think... And for the... Uh, even just outside of Supergirl, I don't think there's going to be any crossovers on Superman. I think it's just going to be Superman and Lois. And that's I think it. I think the crossovers and all the CW things are done. I think it, we're now entering the age... Like, the, in the, we're entering the phase where the CW shows are doing what the DC movies are doing, which is just making standalone shows. Which honestly, if they're all like Superman and Lois, just visually, if, if that bumps their production up and gives them more room to play creatively with these characters and these shows, then fuck yeah. Because I've been, I mean, we talk about I live now. I was I'm say, burned I think out the, on the CW one, shows. The one person that I think it will make sense to cross over is Kara. Like, that's your cousin. Just don't do yeah, but Just that, don't do what you fucking did. That creates so much baggage if she shows up. Maybe since this is like a future Superman and from Superman and Lois, maybe she shows up. She's like Power Girl or something like that. If you divorce yeah, it, because I mean the kids are grown now, so yeah. it has to be the future. Yeah. So if you divorce it completely from the CW shows and this is like a future thing, then okay. But we've seen like it doesn't even make sense in the continuity of the CW shows because we've seen that same future in Arrow. That ain't Superman and Lois. <laughs> like <laughs> it's the same timetable, right? That's what I said. I mean, no, well, technically, I mean, it seems like I don't know. It seems like it's their reboot. Like again, a soft reboot. Yeah, but even at the end of Arrow, when they went into the future timeline with Arrow and the Canaries that failed pilot, that future was the future. This future is basically yeah, now. Yeah, that was like, I feel like that was like 20 plus years in the future. The kids aren't that old. They're in high school. I think it's only like five years off. Because JJ no, was, remember, not JJ. Because uh, remember uh, Felicity's daughter, She's grown. she was grown. And at the end of Arrow, she was still like, Felicity like just gave birth to her. So 10 years away then. Let's say the, the Superman no, kids... 20, 20 years How's ago. it 20 years? Because if the Superman kids are like 16 oh, you mean, kids... I, I th- oh, you mean 10 years away from Arrow. I mean, oh, su- from, Superman. from Superman. Yeah. I thought you meant... Okay. No, no, no. 10 years away from the Superman lowest continuity. Because let's say Mia's like 25. And they're like 16, Well, 17. that show got canceled, so that's not the future. <laughs> <laughs> that future is canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. That could totally be it. <laughs> I hope that is the case, actually. I don't want... I don't want out of the canaries anywhere near my Superman Lois. Plus, that's Star you. City, not not uh, Smallville. It's too. It's like Gotham and Metropolis. Gotham is. You'd rather visit Metropolis than Gotham. <laughs> they've got like Future Tech. And that's the and, same and, universe. They've got Future Tech and Star City, but in Smallville, they're still in like the fucking 2000s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gotcha. they they mentioned that everybody's leaving the town. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, on that note, let's move on to the next topic. I, but I think we're both looking forward to the next episode of Superman Lois, so it's going to be something that we talk about again. Um, let's get into, let's get into Attack on Titan, just so we can get through it. <laughs> and then we'll end on WandaVision. Like, huh? Exactly. <laughs> let's talk about Attack on Titan. <laughs> the last two episodes, Deceiver and Guides.
let's just run through it. Uh, all spoilers, people. So if you haven't been catching up, with, or if, if you're not caught up with Attack on Titan, please skip forward. Um, oh, he's so royal, so cute, doggy, doggy, doggy. He's so loyal. Come on, speak. Say something. Say something. Let the people hear you. Bow, wow, wow. Say something. <laughs> he's like just staring at the mic, like uh. <laughs> He's microphone shy. Yeah, I don't want to reveal the fact that I can talk, you guys. <laughs> can you imagine? First of all, if he did say, hello, we would both be terrified. <laughs> like, it wouldn't be like... Not, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be terrified. You would be terrified? <laughs> that shit be terrified. I'm like, this is all, everything I've ever wanted. <laughs> Am I about to get my letter from uh, Doctor Strange <laughs> to be his apprentice? Or fucking Harry Potter's owl comes through the window. <laughs> all right, um... So, Attack on Titan. Set up a parcel tongue, let's, a doggle tongue, whatever. <laughs> let's start with um, the episode where Gabby has zero chill. Huh? Gabby? Yeah, oh, so you're, you don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know who Gabby is now. <laughs> who is that? <laughs> she is public enemy number one, okay? And that bitch has been tripping. because that, Bro, when the episode starts with her fucking freaking out, and the, the, they're tricking the guard. Kind of knew what the plan was. Of course, you, you fake like you're sick, and the guard comes in, and you trick him, and then you escape. But that bitch went nuts. She did not have to beat my man's brains in. No, she smashed his head. Like, if this was like a rated R movie, like, you'd see his gut, like, upgrade, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and she's over talking about, like, it's the devil. They're all fucking devils, Falco. I can't fucking take this shit. They're all evil. I'm like, y'all the same race. Yeah. It's like you are the most house nigga. <laughs> That's what happens when she's, she's the Candace Owens of black people. <laughs> or the Terry Coons. I mean, look. There were multiple points in this episode. Like the, the point of that episode, essentially, was to catch Gabby up to speed with where every other character is. Where look, it's not as black as white, black and white as you think it is. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna sit you down here with a family of just normal people, normal Eldians, and just like Reiner was telling you guys back when we were back in Marley, they're not that different from what we do here. And she just couldn't handle that then. What? What do you mean? And now she's experiencing it firsthand to the point where she can't even eat food without grimacing. Like, ah, yeah. Eldian food. It's yeah, like, I'm it's like, beans, bitch. It's, yeah. it's beans. It's the same fucking beans you got in your country. <laughs> you eat gruel in your country. Like, I think the food is better in fucking Eldia. <laughs> she doesn't want to eat with the devils. Bro. But I mean, I think it's so interesting because how often do you see anime explore illogical racism? Ever? I mean, sometimes they're the ones that are illogically racist. Yeah. Like, the way they draw black people. Yeah. <laughs> also, shout out to Onion Capone because he looks fucking great. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, right? Like, how often do you see racism like this like, kind of portrayed, like, in this way? In anime? I'm, I don't think I've ever seen no, some of this anime. I mean, shout out to our emailer from before talking about how there's not... And I, I had more time to think about that. Him saying that there's... Not really a comparison in the real world to the problems that LDS is going through because unlike in the real world, racism is not based on logic. But in a certain extent, there is a logic in the Attack of Titan racism because these are people that can literally, a race that can literally transform into monsters. There's a war. Yeah. Um, but the more I watch these episodes, the more I get the vibe that this is like the Japanese invading the Chinese and them having like this perception of the Japanese just like despite it being years and years ago. That 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 stuff that those horrible war crimes and atrocities happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or Germany. Like you take your pick of any any situation where one country attacks another and there's lasting resentment generationally and doesn't really get resolved. Like that's what it just it feels like that over and over again. Yeah, they can't literally become monsters, but I think it's more of a metaphor that the mo- that all humans have the capability of becoming a monster, and that's what the Titans represent. 
Not so much that, like, I don't think it's supposed to be so literal that, no, 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 it's justified racism because these are, this is a race of actual people that can become monsters. I think it's more metaphorically. But then it also shows that even the people that can become monsters, the, or the, rather the people that don't have the ability to become monsters can still be monsters. Yes, either physically or in their actions. I'm talking physically like Levi, because he's a fucking monster. <laughs> nah, Levi's just a beast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not Beast Titan, just a beast. No, yeah. But yeah, and you see the actual other characters who aren't Eldians, but commit heinous acts of atrocities as well. Um, but I do agree that there, it does, it's, if you really think about I, it, think I, about it, it's, it is a messy analogy a little bit. Yeah, and funny enough, as I was watching it, I was like, texting him, I was like, yeah, Gabby needs to die. <laughs> like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, but I do like this episode that they gave her karma. Because she's definitely like the, the a loose, horse she's a loose, She's definitely a loose cannon. Bro, she was about to kill that poor little farm girl who was just trying to help her get some fucking food. Yeah. My man Falco, who's best boy, had to stop her how many times from killing people? I'm like, bro, chill out. And even then, she still defended them, the the girl. Like, oh, she's just jealous that I like her boy, I like her brother. Yeah, she could have added them right there, but she didn't. Yeah. And I, and I like that. Again, the writing is so fucking tight. Because you didn't recognize the, per- the the character when she first meets Gabby and Falco. I still and, don't. And, but- God damn it. <laughs> and I didn't recognize the character either, though. And, but we did see her last episode when it's Sasha's funeral and Sasha's family comes to visit the chef. And we, we were distracted because we were talking about their meat. <laughs> like, so we were like, oh, yeah, Sasha loves his meat. <laughs> but what the, the author was doing was dropping in like, oh, remember her? The girl that Sasha saved? She's coming back, and we're gonna introduce her again in the next episode. And the, the the dark irony of her meeting the girl that was saved by Sasha meets Sasha's killers without even knowing they're Sasha's killers, and they don't even know that the girl that she's talking yeah, about is Sasha. Is Sasha? So like, when that all comes to a head, it's gonna be fucking crazy. Uh, Michael's dog is licking my hand vigorously. I don't know if there's food in my hand, but it's distracting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get a boner. What? <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if you saw that TikTok where it was like, what's the secret that you're, what's the secret that you have that your parents don't know? And this one guy was like, uh, I had sex with the dog. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole TikTok? That was, uh, no, it wasn't the whole TikTok, but he, I, he had somebody else first. And I think the other first guy was like, Oh uh, yeah, I stole the car key. I forgot what he said specifically, but it was something like, but not like, oh yeah, I stole the car keys and like drove the car or whatever. <laughs> normal. But, yeah, it was like it was quote unquote normal. But then the other guy was like, I had sex with the dog. And then the TikTok was like, the guy, it was like the face, and then it was a sound effect. <laughs> and I was like, wait, this can't be real. Yeah, man, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I just want somebody in his family to be like, what? <laughs> No, not Poochie. <laughs> I'm like, well, I, 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 feel, I feel like it's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How do we get there from fucking... <laughs> Jordan's getting horny by the dog. <laughs> what? <laughs> he is at that age where he's starting to hump things. Oh, my God. Gross. <laughs> okay. So he was molesting my hand, is what you're saying? <laughs> but anyway, Attack on Titan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dog molestation. Back to Attack on Titan. As you do, you know? <laughs> What was I saying? I don't even remember. <laughs> the Malayan, because you talk about dog fucking molestation, <laughs> it changed everything. Uh, the Malayan girl. I thought it was funny that you didn't recognize who that who she was, even despite them being like, "Oh, this is my farm family," and we all talk like Sasha. They had like the weird southern accents, 
And then they were like, oh, Southern Marleyan accents. What's up with that? Wait, is that Sasha's family? Yes! <laughs> the girl she... Yes! <laughs> I thought you said it was just a girl that she saved. Oh, wait. No, I guess... Oh, that's right. She's an orphan, and Sasha's family took in orphans. So all those kids that were on the farm, were they, they weren't actually Sasha's siblings. They were just orphans that her family took in. So her family basically runs an orphanage. Oh. Yeah. See how little we know about Tackle Titan, guys? <laughs> we, we're learning about it as we're talking <laughs> through it now. <laughs> I... I, I I started going back to watch season one, but then I it's more new stuff on, so I stopped watching. God damn it! I don't understand. This is not CW. This is uh, this is probably the best anime ever. I'm not saying it's not good. It is, but it's so much shit going on, and then they take so long for new seasons to come out. I'm like, and then I watch others. I'm watching Upload. I'm watching fucking Coming to America's coming out on Friday. WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldiers in two weeks. Yeah. Like my brain can't handle too much. <laughs> it's too much. Well, you need to focus up on Tackle Titan because it's amazing. Um, fuck. What was I going to say? Marley. Oh, oh yeah, because the cliffhanger, not in this episode, but the most recent episode, is her family was going to uh, the Marleans to have a, you know, what's her name? Sasha's maybe boyfriend invited them to have dinner. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's all going to come out there. Yes. I'm not sure how, because I don't think they know. It's not like he, the chef knows that they're Marleyan kids. He wasn't there. No, he wasn't there. So, But I assume there's no reason for that to all be like transpiring at the same but time. But Gabby can't help herself. She's going to start... Talking about devils? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, oh, you dumb fuck, we were good. Why would you bring this so up? So then it's going to come out, oh, so you you grew up in Mar... Wait, you're the same bitch. Yeah, that killed my girl who loved my meat. <laughs> and yeah. double, in two ways. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> That's got to be the implication. But, I do, but going back to what I was saying earlier, where you said, nah, I don't think they're going to do it. Because I'm like, this, this episode kind of... I mean, granted, they could always... Because Attack on Titan always throws a wrench... And, and, and things, but yeah, this kind of makes me feel like that's the reason they kept Gabby alive because they are going to change her perspective and she is going to come around. I think maybe she is going to come around at a certain point. I mean, granted, my friend disagrees with me. She's like, nah, Gabby's too far gone. She needs to die. I'm I like, mean, but did Aaron ever come around? He, she, I was telling you this before, but the manga artist actually came out and said that her design is based on Aaron. So it is purposeful, that comparison. She looks like Aaron. And I think the point of her character is she's completely indoctrinated. Like, I don't think, even at the end of their conversation with that girl, it doesn't seem like she's coming around, coming around. It just seems like, oh, well, I'm kind of an asshole, aren't I? Because she's just over there being like, but your parents, I mean, your your people, who's also my people, were, were terrorists. No, but you could, you could see. A thousand years ago. <laughs> in some ways, it does seem like the walls are coming down a little bit. Because even when she kept. When the woman was like, but why did my parents have to die? Like, they weren't there. Like, you can see, like, she didn't have anything to say. She, she didn't, didn't have, have an answer, but that was like a racist trying to, like, actually facing their hypocrisy. Like, oh, fuck, you're absolutely right. What do I say here? Because then the very next thing was uh, her talking shit to Falco. Like, why'd you apologize to her? There's no reason to apologize. I'm like, bitch, are you serious? And then she said, too, like, you didn't have to apologize. It's, it's weird that you would apologize for the Marleyan's ex. But then it's like, oh, fuck, we're soldiers. She doesn't know. <laughs> That's why she's saying, why would you apologize? We're just like... Well, we actually kind of were part of it. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, and in that episode as well, we see that the Survey Corps uh, flock of all fucking people. Flock is leading the team of Aaron fanboys to basically overthrow the government. The one he, that was the scaredy cat. <laughs> yeah, that survived the Erwin uh, massacre, basically. His bitch ass never would have guessed 
Like, it is my thing. As an Aaron fan, because I'm still on Team Aaron, but the more, the, the longer this goes on, the more I'm like, oh, this is a train ride that's not going to end in anything but sadness, isn't it? <laughs> like, I'm on, the, I'm on the Aaron ship, but when I see Flock getting on that ship too, I'm like, oh, this is the wrong fucking nah, yeah, ship. Yeah, no. This, I'm on the wrong team if Flock's on this team too. <laughs> I, I, I think I got off the Aaron train when he was like, when, when that conversation that he had with Hanj. Oh, when like, he yoked her up? Like, yeah, he was like, you think you could do, like, you can't, bitch, you can't do nothing to me. Yeah. I can get out of here whenever the fuck I want. But they keep stressing that there's this gap in information and time with Aaron where he was talking to Yelena, he was talking to Zeke, Zeke. and they don't even know what he was doing over in Marley for the time he was there. Did he have a meeting with the chef guy? Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's just so interesting to me how much this show has changed. And it doesn't feel unnatural how it how it's changed. It, this could have felt so forced, where we literally in the span of one season, season three, season four, the show is completely flipped on its head. It's not even about fighting titans anymore. Now it's about using titans as weapons of war and, and, and this political thriller. In many ways, it reminds me of season three. Except, granted, season three had a lot of gems and, and sure, but at the same time, it was a little boring. Oh, you mean the political stuff with the wall? Yes. So it reminds oh, yeah. me of season three in terms of that stuff, but not as this, but not nowhere near as boring. Yes. Because it seemed like this season uh, specifically, I was about to say specifically, <laughs> ocean. Yeah. But uh, this season specifically, outside of the first couple episodes where they got the Titan stuff out the way, it's like this season is all like. You know why though? I Polit- feel like political if, shit. If we went back and watched season three, I feel like we wouldn't think that stuff is boring because I feel like that was laying the groundwork for all of this stuff in season four in terms of not just fighting humans and changing the focus from Titans to humans for the first time, but also I feel like because that was the first time we did switch the focus from Titans to humans, that we weren't, we were still in the thought process of like, fuck up, fuck this human shit. Yeah, the wall people are corrupt, the government's corrupt, the king's corrupt, whatever the fuck. Get back to the fighting Titans. I want to know answers. I want to know what the fuck is going on with Zeke and the Beast Titan. I want to know what's going on outside the walls. Because I was telling you before the podcast, too, that it's crazy to me that just last season, I remember having, fuck season one, but even just last season, I remember us talking and having theories about what do you think the world outside the wall is like? Do you think there's a Titan society? Do you think that there's uh, humanity out there at all? Do you think like maybe there's like a, a, a team of people who just, who a race of people that like, all become Titans? Because we didn't know about Ellie at the time. And there's a race of people who all become Titans, and maybe they're the ones attacking uh, the, the 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 cities to try and maybe convert people like Aaron to their Titan cause. Not thinking that, no, 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 this is all just a big metaphor for the Holocaust. It's like, what? <laughs> like, I never would have guessed that. But the best twists are twists that you don't see, don't coming, see coming. But Oh, shit. What happened? Oh, the, you think the master's your, your broke. Your mask broke? Um, put your counter back on it. <laughs> but it's not that twist that you just don't see coming. It's twists that, with hindsight, feel like the only possible way the story could have gone. Because it's not a thing where I'm looking back and going like, that... This whole Holocaust, Jews versus the German shit, that does not... Now there's Japanese uh, equivalent societies out there, and it, it doesn't make sense. None of this shit adds up. But it, it, with hindsight, I honestly can't imagine now watching season one and not going, oh yeah, okay, Reiner's doing this because he's fighting for a cause that he uh, is being brainwashed to believe in. To go back... you Both of your things, bro? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Like, Reiner breaking down the wall, the meaning of that scene has completely changed. But yet, I don't think it's lost anything 
from the revelations that's happened in the series. And that's, 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 that's a feat. That is a writing feat. Because Game of Thrones, best comparison. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, knowing what we know now. And, and, and I've never said, like, everything that happened in season three was important. You can't have season four without having season three, like, in terms of all the information. But, yeah, like, just watching it, like, I was just like, and, yeah, probably going back and watching it now. Who's calling me? DoorDash. I didn't order anything. I thought you said you ordered no, but I didn't though. Oh. <laughs> That's what I wanted to. <laughs> They're calling back like, "Uh, you Hello? rang." I'll come outside. I'm like coming outside. I didn't order anything though. <laughs> I accidentally pressed. Oh, Michael's about to get shot. <laughs> He's gonna open that door and be filled with bullets. And I'm gonna keep the podcast recording so we can hear every moment of it. Eldians, whatever. Oh, well, I mean, the long and short of it is, like, it's so interesting to me that how much the show has changed and it doesn't feel forced at all. And the fact that people like Flock, who I was like, fuck that dude. Now I'm like, all right, yeah, all right, Aaron and Flock working together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what, what's happening to me? What is happening? <laughs> um, so let's jump into the most recent episode because I want to talk about the, the weird changing alliances that seems to be happening. Well, we already saw how far Aaron went with Hanj, but now we see that not quite a coup, but kinda. Oh, it's a it's a full fracturing of yeah. the Survey Corps. It's like watching a documentary about a government's formation and down, or a government's revolution and then fracturing and then n- new government being formed. It's almost kind of like in a religious aspect where it's like everybody's Catholic, but then you got the Roman Catholics and the Episcopalians, the Jaegerists. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this, and it, but it's so crazy. The same zealotry that we saw with the wall worshippers is now happening with Aaron. And that's why I love about the most recent episode. You see, and it's not like I'm coming out this one out of nowhere. Hanj's back, or not Hanj's back. Hanj's flashback to the wall priest they tortured for information back in the season three or something. And he's like, it's a cycle. And the people that are in my position now, you'll be taking up that position next. And it's happening. And it's so cool to see the people that are the characters we follow interact with, how those characters have inspired these new characters. And it happened with Picasa and that girl Luis, who she saved from uh, the Rod Reese incident. Um, it happened with Aaron and Flock. And it happened with Sasha and the girl, the, the girl she saved. You either live long enough to become a hero, or you see yourself. What, what's the exact? What's the quote? That's it. You live long enough to see yourself come. You, you live. You, no. You either die or hero. You die a hero. Or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. And, and, and that's literally happening to everybody. Hanj, Mikasa, Aaron, all different levels, but especially Aaron. Because even, <laughs> even with the people, like when uh, Hanj was talking to them at the gate. Mm. And the guy was just like, just look me in the eyes and tell me that I could trust. Like, the people were for them. Yeah, what that was the when they took helped. over. Yeah, the revolution. Yeah, the, and now they're bec- they've become the same government that the king once ruled. Yeah, and Hans, and she, she, she didn't even look him in the eye. No, but he, and she's saying basically the same shit that, that the government was telling them at the time. Like, don't worry about it. It's all for our, pers- our perspiration as people. Yeah, it's all for the greater good. Yeah. For the children. Yeah, for the greater good. <laughs> But is it though? And this is the episode where the premiere 
who's I, I was like fuck that guy he was so fucking weird he was the guy who was torturing the the wall zealots and the the cultists mm-hmm. but he gets basically assassinated by the assumption being the yeah survey we don't corps. know who they don't know who but they assume right now the Jaegerist. yeah the survey corps Jaegerist. I can't it's believe probably, it was flop it was his flop yeah I mean maybe but the fact that it's so crazy that again Irwin was the survey corps representative but now it's become a cult for Aaron. How did how, I, I'm with Mikasa when she's like, "What's happening?" I'm like, "How did we get here? How is this happening?" Aaron, Aaron flew too close to the sun. He's getting too powerful. So are and we that now power, both, that power is corrupting. Hundred percent, he's absolutely the power corrupts. For, yeah, and he's got three, <laughs> three superpowers behind him. He's Wanda. <laughs> so we're both in agreement now. He's the end game boss. He's the the final villain. Yeah, he has to die. Just like Gabby has to die. And they keep asking Mikasa what side she's on, and she keeps being like, uh, does it, it's not going to come to that. Aaron's, Aaron's Daenerys and uh, Mikasa is Jon Snow. Yeah. That's so sad. I don't want to see... Oh, and one last question. Before it was Aaron all, all along. along. <laughs> what is the deal with Armin and, and Annie? Was there a romance between... I'm sure Rashad's listening to this right now and be like, of course there was, you idiots! <laughs> But was there a romance or any romantic inkling? I don't think so. I felt like it was one, maybe one-sided. I don't remember I, that. I never got anything from from her. Me either. The but one then thing, I also like, when did he say he liked her? I don't even remember that. I only remember him talking to Bertolt about how Bertolt liked her. And he was using that as like a bargaining chip to get Bertolt to, I don't remember, do what? Stand down or uh, whatever. All them, all them years she's been in that crystal, she's like, you, you fine, baby. Like, kind of creepy. <laughs> oh, baby, when you come with that crystal, it's on. Colossal and female. I got, I got a crystal I'm going to give to you, baby. <laughs> I'm big. Because I'm colossal tight. <laughs> uh, all right, but I guess, is there anything else you want to talk about in Attack on Titan? I'm just... Oh, duh, the fucking last cliffhanger. Peak, who you didn't recognize. <laughs> no, I was like, who is that? <laughs> At the end of the episode, they, they cut to the girl sitting there, like, just watching the Serpent Corps pass by, and it shows Peak under the hood. Michael's like, she looks familiar. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> she's the cart titan. <laughs> the, the internet fell in love with her because of that one scene where she's, like, doggy style. She's like, oh, uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, Jaw Titan. The Jaw Titan. Fuck. Galliard. Oh, Galliard son. And she's like bent over. The internet fell in love with that image. And you don't remember who she is? No. <laughs> now I do. I know who she is okay. now. <laughs> That's how you know he's actually gay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else in the internet was like, oh, peak. Oh. You're like, meh. <laughs> Aaron, though. <laughs> Not even. I'm like, I'm, I'm give me a Hey, hey Reiner. <laughs> Reiner? Or Bertolt. Which one is the fucking awesome? armor titan? That's Reiner. Yeah, him. But then you liked Aaron. I was watching with you. You were like, when you saw Aaron. Well, yeah, now, now Aaron is like, I'm like, hey, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, so funny. He was like, it's okay because he's legal now. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> they show him putting on the shirt and they had the, the sunlight. I was like, ooh, you giving me uh, Sephiroth vibes. <laughs> oh, that's a good, yeah, it is Sephiroth vibes. Evil makes you hot. <laughs> that's the moral of this story. But yeah, looking forward to the next episode. We're really looking forward to see where the fuck the show is going. And there's even that moment that I'm like, why did, why is Mikasa keep having headaches when she was talking to Luis about uh, why she joined the Survey Corps and she started having those weird flashbacks to Aaron saving her. That's her conscience telling her you need to fuck Aaron up. Yeah. <laughs> she's been delusional 
this whole time thinking Aaron's oh, a good person. Okay, so half of brain Clint. is saying fuck him up. The other side is saying fuck him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like actually fuck him. Because <laughs> that's why she's remembering. Like, no, when you first met him, this boy was a fucking psycho. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guarantee you, those words are gonna come back. Uh, Mikasa, you're safe now. Like, I feel like that's some. It's gonna be flipped. Where he's gonna say that shit after he destroys some like major shit using the rumbling. And then he's gonna turn to he's gonna do Daenerys. He's gonna turn to to Picasso, like Daenerys turned to Jon Snow and was like, "But I'm the one with all the power. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're safe now, Mikasa. Yeah, it's not gonna end well. No, it's not. Hell, maybe they both might kill each other. Oh no! And only arm is alive. He's yeah, just like, why? Alive, yeah. <laughs> well, I've got like three more years to live before I die too. There's no happy ending in this no, show. No, there's no happy ending. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of happy endings, or lack thereof... There's no, talk- I was going to say, there's no happy ending here either. Yeah, you know, let's talk about WandaVision! Who's been messing up everything? It's been Agatha all along. Who's been pulling every evil string? Sparky too. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh wait, we didn't rate Attack on Titan. Perfect, Perfect vision. vision. All right, cool. Dun, 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 dun. Um, I mean, you do a whole show about WandaVision. You want to lead this one and talk about the things you you liked or disliked the last two episodes? We missed the the most black episode, which is Monica getting her powers. But other than that, I, I really like both these episodes, so we can just jump in whatever. I I did like the last episode for an episode, but for it to be the episode before the season finale, I didn't like it. Really? Yes. Why? Because, like I said, for an episode, like if this was like episode seven, five, six, perfect. But I feel like, especially considering they've released that next week's episode or this week's episode, because today's Tuesday, but Friday's episode is only 50 minutes, which is really 43 minutes. Who it's seven lied minutes. about those hour episodes? That's another thing. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> Not a single one's an hour. <laughs> none of them. <laughs> you assholes. But that's another thing, like, because I feel like with the way this episode ended and where we kind of see this, the, the next episode is going to go. Granted, of course, we don't know anything. Like, pretty much every fucking theory. That, <laughs> damn near every theory besides Agatha. It's Mephisto! <laughs> yeah. Besides Agatha Harkness being who she is, most theories have pretty much not come to pass. And the irony is the Agatha theory was like the first theory the internet had. And then the whole, like, Agatha all along. I'm like, yeah, we all knew that. Like, it wasn't yeah. a thing where we're like, who's doing this? And so I'm like, 
being that it's only going to be 50, I mean, uh, 43 minutes, I feel like there's so many questions that I still have mm. and then things that we know is going to have. Like, I have a feeling there's going to be an action sequence between white vision and regular vi- and hex vision. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be... Better a, be. <laughs> yeah, then there's going to be a fight sequence between Wanda and Monica. I mean, Wanda and... uh Wanica, Wanica. Wanica? <laughs> they fuse. Fusion. <laughs> Maybe. She can't, cool. she can't do that in the comics. That'd be cool. <laughs> But uh, why do I keep wanting to fuck up? The, I keep wanting to say Wanaka, <laughs> <laughs> Wanda, and Agatha. We know there's gonna be a fight between them because they released a still image between like with the with Wanda with her hands up, uh, Hex Vision with his hands up, and then you see Billy and Tommy with their hands up. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna fight Agatha at some point. So we got two action scenes that we know we're gonna get. We know it's something gonna be with uh, Monica and Pietro. Mm. But I still got like. I feel like there's not enough time for them to answer all of this in this one episode. I'm curious, like, what questions do you... I mean, I feel like we have probably the same questions, but just, just talking who, it out, like, what who, questions do you have? Who the fuck is Pietro? I I, I feel like we're thinking too hard about that. I felt, I, from what we've seen, is it Agatha just made him? I thought Agatha just made him up. No, she didn't say she made him. But then when you She's saw that... controlling his mind, but she didn't say... They didn't say where he came from. Oh, okay. I thought she created him. Because she was saying, like, he's her he's eyes, her and, eyes ears. and ears. Yeah. But she didn't create him. She's just oh. manipulative. Because she said a simple possession spell. Oh. So maybe that's just Ralph. <laughs> maybe. Which is why I, I didn't know. want. I didn't want that. But <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, who is he? Yeah. And, uh, it's definitely not Pietro. No, I, yeah. I never thought that. But, yeah. st- like, who is he? <laughs> that's what a waste. <laughs> what a waste. But a brilliant swerve on their part. Because they knew the the internet would be like, oh, they did recast Pietro. It's, it's all we wanted. And it was like, nah, lie. We used your hopes against you. <laughs> and then like, are they not going to, I mean, granted, I don't think Mephisto's going to show up, but like, how did she, are they going to explain how she created the kids? Like, where did they come from? What the heck how, they, how are they going to make, because we know Young Avengers is coming. So if Vision can, because if, if they kind of were created from the same way out of nowhere. So I'm like, if Vision can't leave the hex, can they? Can they leave the hex? And yeah. then if we know Young Avengers, are they just going to say Billy and Tommy are part of the but Young they Avengers? Didn't... Even though they're like the two most prominent? Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. But I, I feel like they can only because the way she made them wasn't the same as Vision. The way they made she made Vision was literally, you see like energy coming out of her and forming into him. Yeah, but like but they were her... in her womb. So like it was energy forming in her womb. <laughs> like, yeah, but because they didn't show it that way? The magic pussy. <laughs> Also, why I feel like Monica said they're real, or like they're those are her kids, rather than those are just the things she made with her powers. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, but they're her kids. I don't know how made, they're her kids that she made with her powers. Yeah, but again, that's a, my point. Yeah. I have questions. Yeah, where the hell is the beekeeper that she had disappear when she rewound time in episode two? Like it seems like all the callbacks. Uh, where did he go? Did they ever show his face? No, right. Somebody said they did, but I don't remember seeing oh, it. But they did say either. they did. They said they did show his face. Because Pietro would be the easy explanation for that one. So I'm like, where is where is he? Yeah. What's going on with Dottie? Like, I have questions about Dottie. She was the first person to call Wanda out in terms of the hex. Like, I know who you are. I know what you're doing, and you don't belong here. Like, why was she the first person to call to call her out? What is up with her? What, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> what's her deal? Who is she? Yeah. Is she somebody? Why? And if she's not somebody, why was she the first person to break out of the hex? Because mm. they made it seem like the only ones that's able to break was was Agatha because she has magic. 
So that makes sense. But then also, what's up? But, with, mean, but then also, uh, what's up with Herb, the black guy? Remember, he was like, "Is there anything you want me to change, Wanda? Is there anything you want? like? Is he somebody? Like, I have, que- I have, que- I have questions. It's all good questions. I don't know. Cause then exactly. Then, Cause uh, the that '70s show mom in the first episode, she kind of broke out the hex, not fully, but she was like, "Stop, stop it, stop it!" Like that wasn't normal. I would say yes and no. So I feel like those questions they're not gonna answer. Like even even the the herb. Because I was gonna say she was she didn't break out of the hex. She was still in it. She was yeah. still playing the sitcom. That's why she had the smile on her face. Yeah. But she still she like kind of broke out. But like Dottie like fully. She was like I know like she confronted her like this is not right. Yeah. I know who you are and I know what you're doing. As opposed to just stop it. Because remember when she was saying yeah. stop it at first, it was just like, oh, you're just playing. Like, stop it. Yeah. This, then eventually it kept going. Yeah. So it was a different breaking out than Dottie. I feel like they probably just use that as like dramatic tension. They're not going to explain it. <laughs> even the Herb thing. I bet they're not even going to explain that. It's like he's somebody. I bet you just say, no, no, he was just under the mind spell. Because it was also weird that him and Agatha were having that conversation. They did show that she manipulated him to do that. But... I'm just confused. Like you said, why would he ask her, do you need me to change anything? That doesn't really make sense given what we know. But I also don't feel like they're going to explain it. <laughs> I feel like... But that's, a, the, that's kind of my, that, Agatha. That's kind of my point, Agatha. though. Yeah. That, as, and this is the fear that I have. Now, granted, I don't... You know, Marvel, for the most part, hasn't disappointed me. The show really started on a strong note. But yeah. at the same time, my fear is that... And I get... This show was supposed to connect to Doctor Strange, but at the same time, my biggest fear is despite the hype and the excitement that that I have for this show, if this show ends and I still got a shit ton of questions and they don't like and they don't finish this show mm-hmm. and tell this story and even if they say, "Oh yeah, granted this show connects to Doctor Strange," these characters aren't going to go to Doctor Strange. It's mm-hmm. just going to be Wanda. Yeah. So I'm like, I need this to be a complete story. And granted, again, you don't know what you don't know, but I feel like with the t- the runtime that we have, mm. that's why I was hoping like the final episode is going to be like a two hour movie or something like that. But then when they release this, only fifty minutes, which again, seven minutes of credit, so it's really forty three minutes. It's like. <sighs> I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what I don't know. I could come back here next week and be like, it was fucking amazing. Pull yeah. a Rob from Comics Explain. It was amazing. <laughs> but I don't know. I just have questions. I have a shit ton of questions. I feel like they're not going to answer of all questions, of them. I wouldn't be disappointed, though, if they didn't answer. Like the Rob thing. Oh, Rob, what? Like, <laughs> like the, what's his name? Black guy. Herb. Like, like the Herb thing, like the Dottie thing. Those could just be like inconsistencies in the narrative just to kind of give a more mystery to those episodes. I wouldn't be mad at it if they didn't explain those things. What I would be mad at is if they didn't explain things like white vision, like Agatha, like the scar, like the cliffhanger, what the Scarlet Witch is. Wait, what about is. what about white vision? Just I feel like that's from. the one. I was feel like that's the thing that's explained. I feel like that. I don't have questions about that. Oh, I, I just want to know like how they ended up making him after the fact. I want to know what why it is Hayward lied to her. Well, well they they mentioned or lied to Monica and them. Ma- Wanda's power. That was so stupid. I hated that, like, oh, she used her powers on this device. And they, they set it up. They didn't have that scene where she throws it at them, and they do hold on that, that device or satellite, whatever it is, with her powers glowing on it. So they set it up. Because Hayward hey mentioned they've been trying for five years to try to re- restart Vision. Yeah. But what, everything that they've done didn't work. It's just so weird to me that they couldn't just sample. Like, why did they investigate that device to put their... And why, why did her powers last on that, specifically that? 
Because they needed it for the narrative. <laughs> yeah, but like, her powers didn't do that for anything else. Like, it's like, uh, Monica's clothes aren't glowing like that after the fact, you know what I mean? So it's just like, what? Why does that still glow? Oh, because plot. <laughs> but even like, they couldn't get into work, but like, how is he, I don't know, like, is that, is that an arc reactor on his head? Like, what's powering him? It's definitely not the Mind Stone. What's powering him yeah. is Wanda's, po- Wanda's magic. So, so my, my questions are, like, what is he inside? Like, is he Ultron? If, he, if he's a rebooted Vision body, is he Ultron? Well, it'd, be, it'd be cool I don't, I if it that. turns out... Granted, it's, it's still Vision, but it'd be cool if it was James Spader's voice. It would be cool. Now, I doubt it. <laughs> but that would be dope. Because otherwise, you're just going to get a basic Marvel superhero battle, which is... I'm the good version of the hero, and you're the bad version of the hero, and they're just gonna do this in the air, just hit each other over and over again. Like it's like, eh. But if you add an element of like this was Ultron's original body, you take the Vision mind out of it, it's still Ultron. I don't need him to be like I'm the second coming of Ultron, but just even just the voice, like you said, that'd be dope. But I just want to see what I, I personally am hoping, because after all this, especially seeing how the Vision in that hex isn't the Vision, like. In real life, like the body is still at sword somewhere, mm-hmm. or not sword. Now it's the white vision. <laughs> oh my god, doggy, no! No, what happened? He sees somebody outside. Oh, mm, dog things got you. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to see. I want to know what happens. Where? I, long story short, I want Vision to live. I don't want Paul no, Bettany. I don't think Vision. No, <laughs> no, it's too heartbreaking. After the fucking amazing last episode, we get those uh, that. What we never get to see, I mean, which maybe. was Ultron, I mean, Ultron, which is Vision and Wanda being in a relationship and actually having a conversation. I'll say maybe. I don't think, I don't think colored Vision is going to make... Oh, racist. We're bro- <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, we're brothers, we're happy <laughs> and we're singing and we're colored. <laughs> Tell me you know Can, that theme. Yeah, Tell, yeah, what? Oh, okay, the, I was just about to say. The Wayne's Brothers are giving me a high <laughs> five. I was like, because you're looking at me a little weird. I was like, wait a minute. You well, have- I haven't heard that song in forever. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't think, I think maybe white vision might make it out. Okay, but my question is, is it going to be vision with the memories of Hex vision? Or is it going to be completely blank slate comic book vision where it's just like, no, I, think I don't be, know who you are, Wanda, I don't care either. To make it more tragic, it, it, it'll make more sense if it's white vision without... But Hex vision doesn't know who she is either beyond the memories he has of the Hex. But he still so has still, but he still has that emotional attachment to her and the kids her. as opposed to white vision is like I still have because like in the comics white vision and this is the reason they broke up and why the re- reason their marriage ended like he's like I still have the memories of the old vision but in terms of like the emotional t- like I'm not him mm. so like even though I might look like him I might have his memory I'm not vision he's not have your, the emotional attachment yeah I'm like, not your I'm not your husband these are not my kids yeah it's almost kind of like without the evil because he wasn't evil but it's almost like Angel versus Angelus it's like mm-hmm. they both had the same memories yeah. but they weren't they were two different people yeah he's like I acknowledge that I loved you once but I don't now so fuck you yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty I, much yeah alright that, 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 I don't want that man so then she has to lose that, vi- that scene so where then her... she has to lose vision again no <laughs> no then no more mutants god damn it because <laughs> at that point well there crazy. are no mutants <laughs> <laughs> no uh, now I want mutants <laughs> but um that broke my heart that scene and I love superhero stuff when it's just an allegory for real life stuff. And it, ultimately, this is just a story about depression. But yeah, dealing the with, same thing I mentioned trauma. with like Superman. The Superman elements were the, I said, elements? elements were the least impactful thing for me in that episode. Yeah. It's the same thing here. Like the, the human connection that like somebody, 
somebody said on my live stream, like, Vision's been reading some James Baldwin because he was spitting, like, hot fire. I mean, that was a fucking, that, that was, was deep. That, that was dope. Like, what that, is, yeah, that was I, a good line. I don't know what loss is because I've never experienced it. But, like, what is love if not, or what is grief if not love persisting? I'm like, that's deep. I'm like, I've never even heard that. Like, where'd you get that information from? <laughs> what'd you read, Vision? Because yeah, I think he, he was saying. reading some James Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the? Of course you're fucking Wanda. That's a game right there. I don't fuck Vision ever. I'm like, damn. You're smart and you're a dildo. Like, like, that's crazy. <laughs> a powerful, like, you could change your body. So who knows how big. <laughs> and he's a vibrator. Yeah. He's, he's indestructible. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. And he, he could pull I don't want to lose he, him. He could, he could pull a black lightning with the electric pulse. I mean, that's why <laughs> you would do it to kill him off because I don't want to lose him. But I just feel like it's such a waste of Paul Bettany. And we've seen so little of their chemistry. That is so. It's the best chemistry of any relationship we've seen in the MCU. Any of them. Yes. So I don't want to lose that in the in the same series that we found it in. But the fact that you're saying that is why we have to lose no! it. No! <laughs> <laughs> Not again! <laughs> I, I mean, the odds of that happening are pretty high, but I was just hoping there'd be some. Even if it's Hex, I'll even take Hex Vision. Yeah, you don't have the memories of your life before the Hex, but at least you still have some level of love for Wanda. Nah, that's why I'm like, that's why, if, if, that's why I'm like, right. if Vision does persist, it's going to be White Vision. That well, makes no. it even more tragic because your husband is, he's right there, Yeah. but it's not, oh, no. it's not him. Please don't tell me this show is going to end with the, the Hex going down and Vision disappearing in front of Wanda again. And then, her, and I mean, and then granted, her kids are there like, Daddy, no, where are you going? Like, no! <laughs> and granted, I saw some people saying things like, oh, well, maybe it ends where Vision, Hex Vision is able to merge with White Vision, and that's how you get Vision back. I'm like, it's, this show is not going to end on a happy note. It is not. I like that theory, though. So I was like, oh, with that theory. <laughs> I like that theory, too, but it's not like, no, it's not going to end on a happy note. And it's not to say I don't want it, but I don't. I'm not gonna hold out, hold out hope. I am. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, what, what was it, uh, Jesse, Jesse, uh, Jesse Jackson? I'm not gonna keep hope alive. <laughs> gotta hold on. Like I feel like Wanda's gonna lose Vision and her kids, or either or. I don't think she's gonna lose the kids. Just because you you said yourself, Young Avengers is gonna be a thing. No, Young Avengers is gonna be a thing. I'm not saying Billy and Tommy aren't coming back, but yeah. that don't mean they're gonna make it out of the show. They could pull the. Oh, they died. Then they somehow get resurrected. Or Mephisto! <laughs> re, they, yeah, they get reincarnated or whatever. I don't know how they're going to do it, but... Or maybe, maybe... I mean, or maybe they do, like... I hope they come out and they stay kids. I don't want older Billy and Tommy. I like them as kids. No, they they're, gotta, they're, they're pretty good actors as kids. No, nah, they got to age up. Then, Why? Because otherwise, otherwise, that gives Marvel the excuse of, like, oh, that gives us a way of not doing the gay. We don't have to introduce. Oh, gay. that's what you're thinking about. We don't have okay, to introduce, I didn't think about We don't that. have to introduce LGBTQ characters because the kids. Oh, that's true. Even though I didn't think about it's that. Not like I wasn't sucking dick at 13, but whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> that's not TMI at all. <laughs> that's, I, I don't believe in that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I like them as kid actors, and I feel like that creates more of a dynamic. Or they could. I mean, or they like could very well like this. This episode, they could age up to get more power to be able to fight Agatha. That's also a possibility. I don't want, I like their actors though. <laughs> there's so there, there's so few kids superheroes and things. So to have these kids be decent, like, if they were bad actors, I'd be like, fuck, age them up. I don't give a fuck. But the fact that they're they're pretty good actors, and I I like their chemistry as kids with Wanda. I don't know. But let's talk about Scarlet Witch. Wanda got to go to jail. So <laughs> you still think you still think she's got to go to jail, even yes. though Hayward was just straight up lying about her breaking in and stealing Vision. But- 
he's not lying about the fact that about she's still taking over the town, taking and... over the town, and she knows that they're in some type of depression. Like Billy even said to her, like it's la- like all it's I feel, the voice all, yeah, all I feel is pain. Yeah. And she knows that because she had that whole conversation. Mommy with, is tired. <laughs> she had that whole conversation with Pietro during the Halloween episode. Well, she, like, I like you don't think what like, I did was wrong? Yeah. But so I, like she how she, I like how she became like a wine mom, like a depressed wine mom. Like, yeah, mommy's just t- too tired to do anything. I, let me mommy take a nap right and now. And I that she was like, like, whoa, man. I'm your mother, right? They're like, yeah, you expect me to have all the answers, right? I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know anything. And they're looking at her like, bitch, you, gonna see, you snapped. <laughs> Like, look, I love the look on that face. They were like, "We're only like a week old, technically, right?" And we know you're fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's real sad. Or even that moment, kind of like the the reality TV episode before the recent episode. I like that moment where she's talking to the camera, and you don't know it's Agnes at the time, but then you hear the voice of the person behind the camera. Because it was a guy's voice. It was a guy's voice. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, "You don't think it's what you deserve?" She's like, "What? Yeah. You're not supposed to you're talk." Not supposed to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> But I loved it. And then, yeah, Monica getting her powers and doing a superhero landing and basically be like, bitch, you crazy. I'm here to help you. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Granted, I knew it. I know it wouldn't be a real fight because if they did. She'd get her ass kicked. She get, Monica get her ass kicked. Yeah, she's not, she, doesn't, she doesn't know all her powers. That's what I was about to say because she just got her powers. So she yeah. doesn't really know what she can do. But at the same time, um, Wanda went full Cosmic Karen, white woman, and started kicking her. You need to go. Like, she okay. went full white I'll woman. You, now I'll give full, you, I was like. I'll give you Cosmic Mon- Karen for that. Fuck that her. One. I was like, fuck her up. Yeah. <laughs> Walk, the disrespect of lifting her off the ground and walking forward with her is like a, ooh, fuck you. <laughs> That's. Because in some way, like. <laughs> what? Because I'm like, her with her being like the main black character on the show. No other characters treated like that. I'm like the main black character? Are there any others except for her? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, her. <laughs> yeah. She's the only one. But yeah. Yeah, like no one, nobody else. She kicked her out the heck. She could like, she, 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 every time she sees Monica, she summons her powers or whatever. Yeah. And like, meanwhile, I'm the only person trying to help you, bitch. <laughs> like, exactly. Nobody else gives a fuck about you. I'm your magical black Negro here to help but you. That's, that's, the, that's, that's all I'm like. It's, it's giving me a... Granted, not fully, but I'm like, it's giving me a little Magic Negro vibes. A little bit. Now she's literally magic. Yeah, a little bit. It's not magic. It's science? <laughs> Maybe? No, but, but it's based off, ma- like, her... But, but they've even explained the magic to be, like, it's, like, warping reality with fucking, uh, what's it, like, what was it? Big Bang energy and shit like that. So they do ground it. It's sagic. Sag- science, science magic. Science magic, yeah. yeah. Which is, like, that, again, I like, I like that because it still gives her a connection to Captain Marvel tangentially. It's not, like, a direct connection. But it's still, like, she got powers from the Infinity Stone. She got her powers from the Infinity Stone. But even that, like, I hope, and granted, I get this Captain Marvel's movie. Monica's not the main character. But at the same time, you got a black woman directing it. So I would hope a black woman would not do this. But I'm like, they better not underpower her. She's going to be in the movie? She's going to be a Captain Marvel, too. Yeah. Please, God. Please kill Carol Danvers. (laughs) They're not. (laughs) Please kill Carol Danvers. I mean, if anything... Maybe with X Men coming, maybe they'll do the Rogue thing where Rogue takes puts, her powers, takes her powers, and put her in a coma. Oh. Not, in the, not in the second movie, not in the second movie, but maybe at some point. I don't want in the third movie for Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. I want a photon Captain Marvel. Maybe, maybe Captain Marvel three. It'll be, it'll be Monica. Granted, I'm saying this shit. It's not. It's like the one time I'm like so pro and hey, fuck that hero, kill him off, replace it with a black person. But it's like no. Nah. This is the one Karen we want to keep. No! Not, that's the worst Karen to keep. <laughs> Get rid of her. Pull a Batwoman on that ass. So, 
But I'm hoping that they make her just as OP as, as I was about to say Karen. <laughs> <laughs> just, just as OP, I mean, close, just as OP as Carol is. Like, Monica is more powerful than Carol. Mm. Monica by her. They've overpowered Campbell too much, though. They did. They made her. They made Carol more powerful than she is in the comics. Not to say Carol isn't powerful. Carol's not a slouch in the comics. Carol's fucking strong. Yeah. Strength, all of that. She's powerful, but not that. Like not like that. Not like, solo a whole fucking like, <laughs> whole army by myself. As powerful, as powerful as they made her. Like they made her. Like her base form in the movies, like they made her binary yeah. at all times. Yeah. Monica, I mean, Carol can become that powerful, but it takes a shit ton of energy to, for her to absorb energy to get to that point. Yeah. She can't just, she's not just that. Oh, that was another thing they haven't really touched on yet either. Maybe they will. This, this is something I will see them not touch on again. But that weird moment Monica had when they mentioned Carol's name. Like, why did she have that reaction? I probably feel like because Carol, like her mother's had cancer. That's Carol, a theory. Carol's her, like her second mother. Yeah. She considers her, aunt, they call, she call her Aunt Carol. Yeah. But you think they're going to bring even that back? I'm, pretty, I'm like, I'm pretty sure. I'm, they were fucking. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's even weirder. I no, not a... Monica. I don't mean Monica. I mean her oh, mother. Oh, the mother. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you watch her grow up. That's weird. <laughs> no, but I'm like. Her mother's been going through, that's supposed to be your best friend. Yeah. Uh, you probably didn't come visit. Yeah. Or the other theory is maybe her mother got cancer because of Carol. I agree with these theories. I'm just saying I don't see it circling back to that in any meaningful way by the end of this show. No, no, no. That's They're saving that to Captain Marvel. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that's a reason why Carol will sacrifice herself to give her powers to Monica in that movie. <laughs> that's not come on! <laughs> it's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> but funny enough, you mentioned that like but it even goes to show when Monica got her powers that even despite having that level of animosity toward Carol, she still has also she still has a level of admiration and love and respect for Carol because one of the last things that she heard to oh, yeah. get her through the hex was Carol talking to her saying, yeah. Your mother's lucky because she has the toughest kid. Yeah. So she doesn't hate Carol that much. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And I really like that callback when she's walking through the hex. That was a really cool sequence. That whole sequence was dope of her becoming Photon or whatever. At first, I had a problem with it, but then I had to think about it. Why? Because the reason I like the the music, the determination of her walking through it. That was really cool. No? Yeah, fuck that. But oh no, shit! Okay, I, damn. No, right. I, don't feel, I don't feel that way anymore. But I oh, felt that way at first. Why? The reason I felt that way again, going into the Karenness aspect of it, is because I had a problem with Monica getting her powers from the because of a white woman. Oh, because of the hex? Yeah, which was created by Wanda, which means if Wanda never did what she did, Monica wouldn't be... It's like, it wasn't Monica's own strength and Captain power. Captain Marvel get her powers from any meaningful way. She got her powers because she blew up in her face, basically. But who cares? What? <laughs> <laughs> this is an accident. She didn't have to be there. <laughs> but still, like, it wasn't... I'm just it's, saying. It's, it's still, it's still rubbed me the wrong way. I hear what you're saying, but I'm also just saying that it's not like Captain Marvel got her powers inherently. We're not talking about Captain Marvel. Fuck Captain Marvel. I agree. <laughs> but no, but then I had to think about... I had to think about why is... Oh. Well, I was like, why is my Sue Storm up there? I forgot because Royal knocked, knocked it over. Oh. <laughs> but I, I thought about it even more. I was like, yeah, Wanda did create the Hex, but at the same time, it wasn't because of her that gave... It was like my, through Monica's own strength. It, her own heroism, really. If anything, she was more heroic than even Carol Danvers when she got her powers. Yeah. And, but not she even, was being a hero before she even got her powers. But not even just her heroism. It was through her own strength and her own will because that... 
if it wasn't for that, that fort that hex would have yeeted her out. Yeah. But it was through her own strength, yeah, her own perseverance. That's what got her through it. And then she also made the decision to go through this. So I was like, okay, I can look at it from a different angle. Yeah, yeah. That, I saw I was being very... Before she even got her powers, I was I literally was talking to myself like, she's being a hero before she's even a hero. And then when she walked through the, the hex, they play that out visually where you can see she's struggling at first, but then she like, she digs deep, has that moment of like reflecting on her past, and she powers through it, and the music changes, and she's like walking through it all like... I thought it was a really, I'm getting chills thinking about it, because I thought it was a really powerful, and I don't use that word often to describe, because I feel like that's diminishing, oh, it was a powerful woman scene, but it felt like a powerful female scene. I, I felt like, oh shit, this, this woman's a fucking hero. And then, you know, you drive it home with the superhero landing, and then the fact that her uniform even kind of looks like the photon outfit, it's like, oh shit, she's there. This is her, this is her, her, her phase one uh, photon suit. This is dope. And I liked how it was her space suit. I don't think they're going to go full-time. What do you think they're going to do? Nothing? Her current, name is, her current name is Spectrum. Okay, Spectrum. Well, I guess it makes sense. Her yeah. mom was Photon. Yeah. So she'll be Spectrum. Even though I like Photon better. I mean, I, I, it makes a lot of sense. When she, when she, as soon as she walked through the hex, she saw the world through a Spectrum. Yeah. Of different, like, that's energy her, fields. You know, you know her, do you know what her powers are? No. Captain so, Marvel powers? <laughs> no. Okay. So basically, what her powers are is does be maybe because I don't know what they're going to do in fucking MCU. But okay. in the comics, what her powers is, is that she can absorb and become any form of energy within the electromagnetic spectrum. That makes a lot of sense why she can like take Wanda's power and be able to fight through it. Even yeah. when she grabbed Wanda, or Wanda grabbed her, I mean. So light waves, microwaves, gamma rays, x-ray, all of that stuff. Mm. She can become it. And see it and absorb it so she could fly at the speed of light because she could become light. Mm. Okay, she, so she doesn't have to like touch something. She's literally standing out in the middle of a field and absorb sunlight and then she's fast as light? Yeah. Okay. Well, she cool. doesn't even have to absorb it. She is a being. She's like, she's now, a, well, again, I don't know what the MCU is doing, but she's now a being of light, of energy. Mm. She's essentially immortal now. Oh, okay, that's cool. So. And then when so, did she get. So also with that. Any energy-based hero, she could turn to that form and, uh, again, fusion, ha! She can merge. Like, she, she, there's been times that she merged with Carol to make a more powerful form. She merged with Blue Marvel to make a more powerful form. She turned herself into gamma energy and merged with She-Hulk to make a more powerful She-Hulk. Do they look like Monica? I think you said before they don't look no, like No, they her. look like... The hero? They look like the hero, That's yeah. That's some racism. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. At least fuse them physically. Not just like, oh, thanks, Monica, for your power-up. Like, fuck you. <laughs> okay, whatever. That's cool, though. I, and that's more interesting than just, I've got energy beams like I thought she had with like, Captain Marvel. Um, I hope they do incorporate that. That'd be cool. Even though it's weird, because when you said I got energy beams, a song popped in my head that has nothing to do with that. What? I got loyalties and royalties inside my <laughs> DNA. I got energy beams. <laughs> like, what? Um, I guess real quick, we didn't touch on yet, is uh, I like that they did... I guess it was a little heavy-handed, too, where they're like, look at all the fucking uh, sitcoms that we used to watch when we were young. But I, I like that retcon. But I knew it gave that was them- good. I feel, from the beginning, I was like, oh, the reason she probably... And this is and this is another disappointment. Yeah, because she grew up watching sitcoms. This but is- I didn't think it would be like her father trying to sell VHSs. That makes sense for a poor country. I like that, though. You know, you, Did you like that or no? I mean, yeah, but I was going to say, this is another disappointment I had. And this what? also kind of goes to show that the show is not necessarily fully for me. Oh, what does that mean? 
Because, like, hold on, let me make sure. It's, there we go. Now I ordered my DoorDash. <laughs> okay. But, because <laughs> it seems like a lot of the stuff, like, like, like even the, the reveal of, oh, yeah, the reason that the show is a sitcom is because Wanda used to watch a lot of sitcoms. That's how she learned English. And part of me was like, yeah, but I knew that already. So, like, moving on. Tell me something I didn't know. So, it's, I feel, that, that's why I was like, I feel like the show, not necessarily for me in that aspect, because I kind of predicted that. Or even, like... But they added the emotional thing to it with the yeah, father. Yeah, they did. But I was still just like, I knew this already, though. So, like... But, yeah, but I mean... <laughs> Uh, or even, or even like the whole just made it all up in her head. Or she even like the whole it was Agatha all along. Okay, episode episode ends. I was like, what else she got for me? I knew that from fucking episode one. But did you know she had a dope jingle? Uh, now that that see that, <laughs> there you go. Even the remix. Yeah. I was both of them songs. I was like, now that shit. I was playing it. I was like, yeah. See, look at <laughs> look at the glass half full. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, but still, I was like, and the episode just ended on that. I was like. But but it was cool, and I killed Sparky too. Like. But, and that's why I was like, I guess maybe I got, I gotta take myself out of it because like I look at my brother's reaction when he when he found out about it, he was like, oh shit! Yeah, not everybody's online like reading every single theory and knowing or making or- podcasts or doing YouTube shows yeah. about theory. So I'm like, I get it. I gotta put that side of my hat. I gotta put that hat aside yeah. and enjoy it for what it is. Because I do go because going into it more, I do feel like a lot of the hype. And the theories and speculation and things like that is kind of ruining the show a little bit. Really? I mean, I don't feel that way. Not I, necessarily the show, but I feel like, because because I do see a lot of people like, oh, this didn't happen. I was disappointed because like now it's revealed that Pietro is not the Quicksilver from Fox. People are like, oh, I hated this. I'm I think disappointed. It's brilliant though. I'm disappointed. That Why would a, they even do that? Like, because it's a great swerve. That's why they would do but that. But, yeah, <laughs> so I have a problem with that. But I feel like. A lot of the speculation and hype, and people think, "Oh, this show's gonna no, introduce mutant." Because even that's now, their problem. Because like, even now, like I saw, there's this one guy on TikTok named Soups who has over a million uh, TikTok followers. He's like, "Oh yeah, like I was a little disappointed by this episode, that yada yada." And um, what was he saying? He even talking about this episode. He was like, "Oh, so it's revealed that it's true. Like mutants are here because it was revealed that Wanda had powers when she was younger. I'm like, it's, what? Conf- it's confirmed. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's confirmed. I'm like, but it's not though. Like, no. So they just retconned her have witching powers. Yeah, they just confirmed younger. that she's a witch. Yeah, but she's not a mutant. Yeah. But he's like, oh yeah. So it's about the X gene, and that's how you get your X. You get though your X gene when you're young. The question how. Uh, yeah, I have the same. I have the same question because I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay, and it's the same question I have when it comes to the comics because in the comics they did the same thing when they retconned them to not be mutants anymore. They said Wanda came from a long line of Scarlet Witches, and that's how she's a Scarlet. It's like a title. Oh, but, so, but that was that wasn't new for the show. No. Oh, well then why wasn't that one of your theories? We were talking about what are the words because I was like, that's how they incorporated the the phrase Scarlet. Remember, we were joking about it like. You can say witch, but where do you get the word scarlet from? But, but if you no. knew the whole time there was a title. But what? no, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Because what, what I was speculating, I was like, how are they going to say it? Because I'm like, you're the scarlet witch. I was like, to any, I was like, to yeah, me, just it, like that. Because <laughs> the title. It's not a. Like, it still seems cheesy. <laughs> it, it, it almost came off more like the chosen one, like, or the sorcerer but some, supreme. But in some ways, I like the way they did there, yeah, or the slayer. Yeah. But yeah, I liked the way, even though she did look like Rita Repulsa, but I was still. You thought she was like Rita Repulsa? But I still liked the outfit. Because some people were like, oh, this outfit, I, I don't like the outfit, it looks cheesy. But I'm like, I love this outfit. It was only a silhouette. Huh? It was only a silhouette. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like the full black, 
like looking like Maleficent outfit and the makeup and her floating in the oh, air. Oh, you mean Agatha? Yeah, Agatha. Oh, I thought you meant the the Scarlet Witch. Uh, I don't know. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when Agatha revealed that, oh, you're the Scarlet Witch. I was saying I like that outfit. What was wrong with that outfit? I didn't think I had an issue with it. I saw people talk about, oh, it looked too cheesy. It looked like a Disney. She's a fucking witch, man. It looked like a Disney afternoon special. I was like, I like the outfit. Yo, people just complain about everything, bro. Like, come on. Like, what do you want? She looked like a witch. She's literally a witch. <laughs> yeah. After 10,000 years, I'm free. Also a witch. <laughs> like, if it's in the aesthetic, it's good because it's a witch. <laughs> yeah, I like I her outfit. Yeah. I, I, want, I want to wear it. <laughs> God, I didn't say that. But it looked fine to me. I even like how her hair's blowing. It kind of like horns coming up a little bit. Yeah. Not, probably not intentional, but it did look like, like, oh, shit, she looks mad evil. I liked it. But they are, it seems like they're going back to the beginning of the episode. Yes, we're jumping around a lot. Who cares? Fuck you. Yeah. If you don't like it. <laughs> but like, yeah, they they confirmed that Agatha is like from the Salem witch trials, even though. Yeah. Comic book origin, she goes much further back than that, but mm. she's more prominent. She has a lot of prominence within the Salem witch trials. I was kind of confused by that scene because I'm like, how does so so she can reverse their energy beams and it drains their yeah, life force? Yeah, that I'm confused. I, I, I was like, yeah, she's, uh, so yeah. if Scarlet Witch hits her with energy beams, she drains Scarlet Witch's life force. Like I'm confused by that. Like, is that Probably, her power? Maybe not because she's the Scarlet Witch. She's, yeah. Because and and this is the thing. I was like, so basically they're kind of confirming Agatha's not really a villain. Wanda's the villain. Yeah, Agatha's more just a curious bystander who did some fucked up shit in her past, but, I mean, they were trying to kill her, so... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, and even the fucked up shit that she did, she, it's not like she did it on purpose, because the whole thing was like, I can't control what I do, like, teach me. Yeah. And they're like, nah, fuck you, you gotta die, bitch. Yeah. And, like, even her mother, after she absorbed it, she was like, I can be good. And she's like, no, black Yeah, man. fuck that. Kamehameha. With her weird Scarlet Witchy crown kind of thing. Yeah, it was a weird crown, so I'm wondering gonna be a callback to that when she... Maybe her mother was a former Scarlet Witch or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know. Cause, cause then in the silhouette, of the Scarlet Witch you see when Wanda has that vision, she just had the, the thing from the comics on her head, like the crown th- looking thing her that ho- she had. Her Halloween yeah, costume. Yeah, <laughs> So I'm like, how do you explain that now? Because you said that was a like a, a Sokovian fortune, fortune teller. So the Scarlet Witch. Avatar Sokol- has the maybe, Halloween costume. Maybe she's a Sokovian fortune teller. Yeah, I'm like, I don't get it now, but whatever. I'll take it because it looked cool, but still, what? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what I was about to say. Uh, Agatha and her having powers in the past. She looked like a witch. Or she looked like a cheesy witch. <laughs> uh, I still forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> what? Something about... I think it was something about Agatha. It was, but I don't remember. Oh, um, she... Gets her life force reversed. Oh, 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 oh! Villain. She's not a. This episode show. She's kind of not a villain because, like, like this episode kind of said. Even with the line, she says she's like what she says to uh, Wanda. She's like, you don't even know how dangerous you actually are. Yeah. Like I feel like she's coming, almost to kind of play the role that. Because a lot of people think that maybe, oh, the, Agatha's there to maybe kill her. Agatha's probably going to die by the end. I hope they don't kill her by the end of this. I mean, it's Marvel. They tend to do that. <laughs> they, they do tend to do that. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. Especially Catherine. Catherine Hahn's been killing it. But yeah. part of me kind of feels like maybe Agatha's there to play the role that her mother maybe didn't play for her. Because her mother thought she was dangerous. Mm. And maybe Wanda's she's coming in to be like, like you're fucking dangerous. Like you need to like because even in the conversation, that's a good point. Because even during the conversation, that. she was like, "You don't know. Like you don't see these rooms. Like this is basic witchcraft. Like how do you not know this?" Yeah. It almost kind of seems like she was like 
briefly training her. And funny, I thought this episode was mm-hmm. more magical than even Doctor Strange. Yeah, I can see that. Because they explain more witchcrafty things than Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is more just like, look at my hand signs. <laughs> not even just that. Like Their magic was just magic weapons. Yeah. But it wasn't like spells. Like, yeah. You saw him do more magic in the cameo that he did at Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, exactly. But that was like two seconds. Yeah. I mean, the whole episode really, like, I like walking through. That's why I'm like, even though you say you don't like it because it's the, the penultimate episode. But I felt like this was the perfect time to get the backstory about Wanda and her history and the retcons and the Vision stuff. To see Vision and her when they were actually in their prime and not this crazy sitcom world they're in now. Just to see the juxtaposition between what he actually was like versus how she envisioned him huh, in this in this world. I thought that was a great time to do it. And to end with that revelation of like, you're the Scarlet Witch bitch. It's like, oh shit. Okay, so now we know what that means. Cool. Felt kind of Dark Phoenixy a little bit, but, but I don't know if they do a similar thing in the comics with Scarlet Witch at all. What do you mean, her? Her Scarlet Witch avatar coming to her through the, the power of the stone. Oh, the, no. That wasn't even like, we saw that as the audience, but then when they show the security guards watching what was happening, nothing was happening. They, they didn't see that. Yeah. So it was like, so the Infinity Stone chose her? Because it had the power of the Scarlet Witch in it, or activated. Yeah, that powers? I don't. I, that I don't get it. Because it's also the Mind Stone. But yeah, she's a reality warper. So why not the re- reality stone? Well, because they only had the scepter. That's why. <laughs> because we didn't retcon that far ahead when we came up with this <laughs> this idea. Yeah, but because uh, I guess originally she got had mind powers. So no, they, remember they didn't even explain it. It was just he's fast. She's yeah, weird. He's fast. She's weird. <laughs> like, is that magic? I don't know. Could be. Well, yeah, it, was, it, until, it wasn't until last week's episode that they actually confirmed, like, no, she's magical. Like, when Wanda was like, mm-hmm. I mean, Agatha was like, you thought you were the only magic girl in town? Yeah. even and then, and then this episode. That backstory that they told us briefly in Age of Ultron, that Petra was talking about, like, yeah, Tony Stark's missile came and we watched it for days thinking we were going to die. And in Age of Ultron, you know, second guess, it's just like, oh, Tony Stark fucked some shit up, as always. But then in this, you're like, oh, of course. No wonder it didn't explode. Fucking Scarlet Witch was using a, a hex probability spell without even knowing it. I was like, that. I know it's retcon, but that does make sense. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take that. But I'm I, still just like, but I need, again, questions. Pietro, what? Yeah, what about Pietro? <laughs> they don't even talk she, about it. They, they don't show him because yeah, it's like, they, don't, we they, didn't show, hire, they show young him. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't hire Aaron, Aaron Taylor and Johnson back here. That's why. No. <laughs> but I'm like, did she put a probability hex on him? To, but how does that work? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to not die from the... Because the only thing is that they were like, those were the only two people that didn't die from the experiments. Yeah, but they make it seem like the reason she didn't die is because she already had powers. So to have to say he already had powers too, but then how do you... Like, he's not a witch. So then what is he? No, no. She put the probability hex on him not to die, and that gave him super speed somehow. From the mind stone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how, does that, how does that work? Because <laughs> you run with your mind. <laughs> You think real hard with your feet moving fast. That's why. Okay. Yeah, I don't. But if they don't, if they don't explain that, I'm not gonna be like, oh, what the fuck? Why don't you explain? It? I I was happy enough just with the fact that they retconned their origin to include that she always had these latent powers. I like that. The X gene, according to the internet. I, I didn't read that. Which as I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I think they're going the current. I personally never even is a witch a mutant. I think they're going her current comic book route. Okay. Well, she's not a mutant. She's yeah. a, she's a witch. That's what I'm saying. Because like in the comments, I'm like, is is it mutant technically a witch? I mean, you can be like your your mutant power can be magic. Okay, and that's different than just inherently knowing spells, or not inherently, but learning spells to use. Yeah, it's different from like Doctor Strange. 
Okay, so then like, she technically like, is a mutant. But then. like, uh, right? Like, if you're like, saying that magic is a like Ileana, power. like Ileana Rasputin, her mutant power is magic. She's a sorceress. Okay, so that means that technically Scarlet Witch in this continuity is a mutant, right? Because she doesn't know the spells. She didn't learn spells. She just inherently has the power. Well, she's a Scarlet Witch though, so she doesn't have to. So. Because she's the avatar. Which she's, is. The, she's the avatar, basically. <laughs> like, so almost kind of like uh, when she made the reference, and this also reminds me of like Buffy with Willow, but kind of like when she was like, you're using spells on top of spell. Like, it takes years to even just do a basic illusion spell. Mm. And here you are doing this shit and don't even you don't even realize and know what the fuck you're like how who yeah. are you like yeah. how who, how is this possible it's kind of the same thing with like uh when willow got confronted for being so powerful she's like you know you know how many witches have to study twice as hard to be half as good mm. like what the, how, how 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 is this possible and it also kind of makes me think and granted i don't think they're gonna do it especially with the time that we have but i'm like it would make so much sense why is it marvel hire me to be on this to be a consultant but i'm like baron mordo should talk about the luke skywalker moment it should oh be yeah the- we still haven't gotten that so it's gonna be the last episode that we're gonna get that revelation that's what they it's said doctor it was strange. gonna be the last it's totally doctor strange i feel like it should be baron mordo chiwetel ejiofor but doesn't that open the door to more issues or more more questions See, i don't think so his whole thing last time we saw him was no more sources. exactly so he's just going to show up and be like, most, I fucking said no more sorcery. Who, who's the most dangerous sorcerer we have now? Wanda. Mm. And then when you get to this episode, the reason Agatha came into the heck, because she said, I sensed all this magic. I came here because I'm wondering what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Some I've never sensed, like, I've never <laughs> sensed anything like this before. Yeah. So I'm like, you mean to tell me we know there's other sorcerers in the world? You mean to tell me, especially considering his whole thing is no more sorcerers, you mean to tell me nobody else Sense well, this level of mat, this ne- <laughs> level of magic, because she was like, "You're manipulating shit miles away." Yeah. Everybody's playing this game. Like, how is this possible? Yeah, she's just like transmutation is like really difficult for a small thing, but you're doing it on like a, a, a granular level across the entire fucking town. But I mean, so Baron Mordo, you mean to tell me Baron Mordo is a sense of Doctor Strange? I get maybe, but if you sh- get only one, right? You can only have Mordo or Doctor Strange. What propels the plot more? Adding Mordo is adding another villain. So it's like that, that to me that that would mean you need more episodes. But it connects to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So you think the post credit scene is just Mordo showing up? There's not going to be any interaction between like a Stephen Strange? I'd be disappointing. Maybe Stephen Strange and Mordo. Maybe Mordo shows up to like try to take out one and I don't know. Cuz I'm like I can get Stephen Strange not being around because people are like, well, what is Stephen Strange? Like, why doesn't he sense all this magic? I'm like, well, you also got to remember he's the Sorcerer Supreme. And then Man, he just. That motherfucker was talking about getting bagels in the end game. Like, he's not, he's not on yeah. an astral plane fighting mystic dragons. That, that, but he was like, a, hey, Juan, what you want from the corner store, bro? <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah, but it's like, it's like <laughs> Superman. They're not fighting crime all the time. Yeah, so he's but. Not, I don't know. I get what you're saying, but. The last time we saw him on his downtime, he but then, was but, but but then also but getting getting to what I was saying. But then he's also been gone for five years. We don't know what's been going on in the magical world without the Sorcerer Supreme also for true. the last five years, and also now he's without the Time Stone. Yeah, also true. But in a world like you said, where there are more sorcerers and he's the Sorcerer Supreme, and if Agatha senses this shit, I would sooner see Doctor Strange showing up than Mordo. No more sorcerers. I mean, no, I get what you're saying. I I totally think that if. That was like a thing introduced earlier in the show. And plus, that'd be uh, awesome. Granted, Paul Bettany could be playing fast and loose with the language and could be talking about himself. Remember, he also said this is a person he's always wanted to work with. 
He already worked. He, he already worked with Doctor Strange. And, and oh, I didn't even know he said that about someone that he always wanted to work with. Yeah, the, the surprise cameo, or whatever. Granted, he could have been just talking about himself. I've always wanted to work with myself. It's Vision and Vision. So it could be. Oh, ah, what yeah, an asshole! It could, be, yeah, it could, it could be that. Like, vision, white vision could be the Luke Skywalker moment, which I'm like, that don't do that. That yeah. that would be disappointing. <laughs> that like, be, nah, motherfucker, that was a count. <laughs> don't tell me that. Because I mean, it's even the same thing. Well, like, again, this is why, and this is why I say the theories. I feel like maybe hurt the show a little bit because everybody's so hype, and then when it doesn't come to pass, it's like, oh, all oh, that's disappointing. Because like the aerospace engineer, everybody's like, oh, Reed Richards, thing, yeah. Blue Marvel, that didn't come and then out. what if it's just like that major gooded woman? Like, it might not be anybody. But see, I don't see that as it ruining the show. I feel like that's a personal problem with the people that are married to their own theories. Not ruining the show, but like a disappointment in the show. Yeah, but that's not the show's fault. That's because you married to a theory that they didn't, the show didn't promise you anything. This is like a, I've got a theory, and it's like, well, everybody got a like theory. I feel like it would be a little, I think it is a little bit of the show's fault. Cause what, like it's the, not? Like the actors hype, like, oh, you guys don't know who's coming. This this is coming. The Luke Skywalker, we wouldn't be talking about this shit if they didn't talk about a Luke oh, Skywalker yeah, yeah, moment. I, okay, I agree with that, but not the show itself. But the hype around the show, saying stuff like, oh, you don't even know who's coming on the show, that's more so on them. I do agree with that. But the show itself, I mean, they didn't promise there's going to be Reed Richards or Mutants going to show up or any of that shit. That was but Omer they, Fisto. But, I mean, but Mephisto's they did, the biggest thing. It's but like, they did, though. When? Because, like... Mephisto? Just, <laughs> not even just... But, like, the fact that, for the most part, everything that everything that they dropped in the show has come back at some point to pay dividends. So, you don't drop... A fucking I know an aerospace engineer in a Marvel property, knowing they already just announced Fantastic Four, and then they make a big deal about it. They show her text him, then she's like, "Oh, he's coming! Oh, they're coming! I gotta meet my guy!" Like this, they're making it seem like it was a big deal. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I didn't feel like if if I wasn't privy to the internet's rumblings about it. I would never even keyed into that phrase. I would be like, oh, what's the engineer? I would have thought it was that girl that they met uh, in the last episode. From the moment she said, I'm like, nah. Because they they made it seem like a big deal when she said that. So I'm like, I'm a day's Joe. Riri Williams. Like, because we know these shows are coming. Mephisto. (laughs) Even that, like Mephisto, like her kids came from Mephisto. So it's not like it's, out of the realm of normal yeah, to but think in the comics that came from Mephisto. They change things for the MCU all the time. They do, they do, but I'm saying we don't we don't we don't know what they're gonna do until they do it. Yeah. So Yeah, but I mean we're we're like one episode from the end, people were still like, Oh, it's gonna be Mephisto! <laughs> it's like maybe we should let that go. Yeah, people maybe are still, it was yeah, just people Agatha. Still, yeah, people are still saying no, he's gonna show up in the last episode. I'm yeah. like, no, nah, at this point, it's too much. To It'd introduce. be too much of a swerve. It's oh, too, by yeah. the way, I'm the devil. What? Wait, we need to rubber heads well, on this now. For the Chinese <laughs> audience, I don't think they're gonna call him. They would if they were to introduce. Because there's rumors that he's gonna show up in uh, Loki and uh, the Loki show. They w- they're not gonna call him the devil. Would he be like a demon then? Yeah, they're probably just gonna call him like, kind of like what they did with Dormammu. They're just gonna call him like a dark entity. Oh, so whack. <laughs> call him the devil. Other- otherwise, <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna be able to go into the Chinese market. Fuck the Chinese market. Well, I'm I mean, sick of placating them. <laughs> like, and, and that's why I also have big worries when it comes to like LGBTQ representation. Like they're not the Chinese market. It's like they're not going to do it. They're just going to be like Hulkland's going to show up and they're just going to be like, oh yeah, they're friends. <laughs> They'll be like, hey, you know that guy? Yeah, he's cute. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> not even. They'll just be like, Oh yeah, like I know. Yeah. They'll just they'll, they'll hold. They'll like a long they'll show look. him like smile. Yeah, he smile at him. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> there you go, or a, long, man. or a longing look while he's like fighting crime. Like, yeah. That's my man over there. Yeah. And then that's it. He won't even say that. He, no, I'm just, saying, yeah, no, he yeah, won't yeah. say that, but that's what he's thinking. Yeah. And then that's all we're going to get. We'll have to interpret it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> it's a very high probability. 
but hey, we'll see what happens in this last episode. I mean, just from that one screenshot I've seen, it does look like a very Incredibles type of moment with the whole family standing together. Hope it's not a swerve that will end in tragedy. <laughs> but, oh, it's going to be tragic. No! No! Paul Bettany needs to live! I love their chemistry. No other characters in this fucking whole universe has their chemistry. I mean, he probably will live as White Vision. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. It'll be, it'll be Paul Bettany. Oh, my God. With James Spade's voice. <laughs> that'd be even weirder if that was the case. At least if they do it, he's got to have fucking Paul Bettany's voice. Well, maybe while he's evil, I'll take the Ultron voice. Okay, but when sorry. he's good at the end, but he's good at the he'll be he'll be white vision with Paul. And that'd be a good swerve too. If you thinking him having the voice is like he visions back, and he's like, I don't know you. <laughs> like, thank you for saving me from the, the evil AI in my brain, but I don't I don't know you, bitch. Wait, sorry. let me see if I can find. Let me see if I can find the photo. What? You'll see when I show it to you. <laughs> okay. Well, that's basically it for WandaVision. Do you want to wrap it up with a uh, rating? Uh, I, I guess for now, I'll give it a perfect vision. Because like I said, I need to know how it ends. If they're going to answer my questions. Because I, I still got questions. I'd also give it perfect vision. But I'll, I'll agree with you. It's a tentative. Oh, here it is. What? Daddy, why are you white? That's the talking white vision? Yeah, talking That's white vision. <laughs> Why are you white? I don't know. Why are you Caucasian? <laughs> I saw a funny Photoshop where it had the kids like with Vision's face as babies. And it was like, I think Wanda cheated on her man because they should look like this. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, why don't they look a little bit like Vision? <laughs> I mean, what, what are they going to look like? A robot? <laughs> I don't know. Give me a little gym in the center of the head or I don't know, something. <laughs> they're, not, they're not robots. They're human. But kinda. how? Kind of. How? <laughs> <laughs> Magic. <laughs> no. She, she literally was... said, you're the Scarlet Witch. You can create. You have the power of creation. So I need a whole episode Even with the about... Even like the commercial, whether the, the Nexus, take, take this Nexus pill or whatever. Oh, that's another thing that Yo Magic definitely was Agatha feasting on her Yo Magic. Was that that interpretation are we going with now? Remember because we didn't know like what that meant? Yeah. But I, like based on it, I don't think so because it doesn't seem like she is. I was she... only saying feasting. Because it's got to come back. That weird life force draining thing that she did. It's got to come back somehow. Otherwise, why is that the only it time we see how she fights? Because right now, it just seems like Agatha's just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Not to feast on her, just to figure out what the fuck is going on. But then on. what's the next step? It's, oh, you're the Scarlet Witch. All right, have a nice day. Like, it's well, like, no, give me your powers. But I want to be well, the Scarlet Witch. Well, based on the comic, she's not a villain. She trains her. So you think she had when, her kids and like little when, magic nooses because she wants to train them? Like... I mean to get rid of I mean because in the comics she did she's the one that got rid of Wanda's kids because she's like these are not real these are not supposed to be here mm. these belong these are Mephisto's souls and we need to give the because she wants to destroy she wanted to kill Mephisto and in order, Mephisto not Mephisto, Mephisto. <laughs> but in order to do that he had to get those two fragments back so he's whole again so then that was oh, Voldemort kill yeah Voldemort you, kill, gotta, you gotta make you gotta, a whole you gotta get rid of the Horcrux yeah so uh. she she basically wiped her kids out of existence because they weren't supposed to be there anyway. Yeah. And then that's how she was able to take out Mephisto temporarily. Because, you know, he always comes back. Yeah. So long as you know, to ruin Peter Parker's marriage. So long as there's <laughs> evil in the world, he will always return. Yeah. So, but she's not a villain. Like, before, you know, when she always had the Hex powers, that's how her powers started. But it wasn't until Agatha came into the picture. She was like, you actually have magic. Mm. And I'm going to train you. See, from what we've seen so far, I got to assume she's going to try and take Scarlet Witch's powers. Otherwise, why show that her only ability as an evil witch in the flashback, is that she drains life force from other witches. Right? 
Maybe that's to show that's why she's why she's still alive. Why she's feared, or, or yeah, or maybe her youth, that too. Or to show, it could be a way of showing how powerful she is, but then showing that Wanda even dwarfs her. Like mm. even she's despite how powerful she is, because we've seen it, even she's kind of afraid of Wanda. Well, Chekhov's gun, you don't show something like that unless you pull the trigger. So there's got to be a moment where Wanda shoots her with her energy blast and starts draining her powers. Got to be. Otherwise, why show it? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I do feel like, because it's almost like the uh, like if there was a fight between a bodybuilder and a martial artist, yeah, the, like Wanda's the bodybuilder, and it's like, yeah, in terms of raw strength, she's more powerful, yeah. but the excuse me, but the martial artist is more trained, so so long as they're able to dodge and move, or in this case, up, they can fuck up a bodybuilder. Just suck her magic juice or whatever. I mean, that's literally what happened in that commercial. They start feasting on your magic. Like, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But the next, talking about the Nexus commercial, you know, did you know what that was a reference to? Uh, no, I just assume alternate dimensions. No? Kind of, because there is a Nexus of all realities. Okay. So that's not what it is? No. What is it? Because the Nexus of all realities is more a connection to man thing. <sighs> Who's okay? Like, Marvel like, Swamp Thing, yeah, Marvel you. Swamp Thing. Yeah, but Wanda herself is a Nexus being. What does that mean? Basically, every reality has a Nexus being. You know, I just realized I didn't get the news together. But every reality, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's already like five thirty. It's fine. Uh, we could talk about because I, I could t- we could talk about two things off the top of my head, like Black Super, whatever. Well, I get to that later. Okay. But <laughs> every reality has a has what's called a Nexus being, and basically what they are is they're the focal point of like that reality's magic and uh, energies, and they could also easily manipulate other realities and go into other realities mm. way more easy, like easier. Got you. Without having to even deal with the nexus of all realities, oh. which is like a doorway. But they themselves are basically a doorway. Interesting. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, that, Spider-Man. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm interested to see how that comes up in the, which, when Doctor Strange shows up. If they're smart. Is he going to use her to open up the door to the multiverse or something? If they're smart... Because Wanda being a Nexus being, because she's so powerful, all the Nexus beings throughout the multiverse are overseen by the timekeepers, which also connects to oh, the, Loki. Which, which yeah, also TV connects is. to the Time Variance Authority, which connects to Loki. So if they're smart and they play it right, it can all. That's why I was a little. Well, I mean, it seems like that's the way they're going then. Yeah, why but would they do that. But that's why I was going to say, that's why I was a little disappointed that they didn't introduce Mephisto because. Mephisto connects like Mephisto and Doctor Doom are the two characters I feel like can connect to everybody within the Marvel pantheon. Like, but now that I think about it, I feel like Mephisto would be better on Loki as a villain than on WandaVision. Even I mean, as a cameo for sure, but it makes sense why they would hold a character like that for Loki. Because who's, even, who's a Loki? There's got to be a villain in Loki, right? No, not gonna... well, not that I know of, but I'm just saying like because I mean, her kids came from Mephisto, so that's a villain. You take your kids away now, boom. Mm. I really, I don't want them to do the. But then their also, babies are, are demon souls like. <laughs> but then also the connection to, you know, Loki. But then also Mephisto can go into Spider Man and pull out like, oh, Aunt May got killed. You want to make a deal? No, <laughs> no, no more, one more days. No one more day. No, no, no brand new days. And then, and then also like, we know Fantastic Four is coming. Mephisto has Doctor Doom's mother's soul trapped, mm. and every year. Mephisto, Mephisto, every year Dr. Doom fights Mephisto in hell to try to win his mother's soul. So it's like Mephisto could connect to every damn body. Yeah. And it wasn't until he teamed up with Dr. Strange and Dr. Strange uh, and Dr. Doom triumph and torment 
where Doctor Strange helped him win his mother's soul back, which I'm like, that's this could totally be a Disney Plus show. I would mm. love to see this. And then, yeah. he, then he became a good guy because he has mom back. Like I don't understand. No, he's, not a, he's definitely still not. Good. Yeah, that's he's, what I'm saying. Like did that like appease him in some way? Like, oh, thanks, Doctor Strange. I appreciate he's, he's you. Still like, Doctor Doom, but oh, okay, Doctor Happy Doom though. Yeah, he has he's mom. But he's still gonna he's still gonna uh, fucking kill Wakanda. Then why would he help him? I don't understand. <laughs> it's just cause like cause, he, cause his mother's not a his mother's not a villain. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. His mother's an innocent. Yeah, I, I saved your mom from the devil, bro. You're not gonna maybe curb your evil world dominating tendencies. No. <laughs> now that I have my mother's they have, love, they, I mean, but they have a strange relationship. Cause even think about what Secret Wars like. He made him his right hand man, Doctor Doom. Mm. What you probably did you read? Secret? No, uh, the new one. Not. Never mind. No. Yeah, the new one. <laughs> no, no, with God Doom and all that. Yeah, stuff. with God Doom, no. he made Strange his right hand man. So oh no! I they have weird parts of it. They have a very weird relationship, like they're like frenemies. I thought Franklin and him were not Franklin. No, I thought Reed Richards and him were frenemies. He's got a lot of frenemies. Is Doctor Doom just sleeping around with frenemies? Like I would say, him and Reed Richards are more of the enemies than frenemies. Really? I thought they were friends. They're not really. Not really. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm just thinking about the movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, 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 they were friends. No, they, they, no they, if you're thinking about before. that, they were friends in the beginning. Yeah. 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 But not. I thought he had respect for the What the fuck? What your order was canceled. Your food order? Yeah. Because you got all that dog food over there now. They, don't, they, know, they know that you don't need any. I'm not ordering dog food. <laughs> Aren't you? <laughs> Didn't you? I wanted some fucking wings. All right. But anyway, yeah, whatever. All right. That's the end of that. Okay. Let's jump into the news of the week that you don't have, but that's fine. It's already two and a half hours. Uh, it's getting late anyway. It's fine. So whatever you got, let's do it. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga, Jordan. You better not. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want to hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Okay, so it's really Superman News. Pretty much. Oh, the Michael B. Jordan, or I guess it's not technically Michael B. Jordan, but that's the rumor. That's the well. I hope not. But the rumor, <laughs> but this isn't a rumor that uh, Superman is officially being rebooted for not the not hold the DC. Hold on, I'm playing the world's smallest violin, Henry Cavill. <laughs> for not the DC EU, and the writer of the movie is going to be Ta-Nehisi Coates, and so because of that, everybody on the internet is assuming that it's going to be because they're friends, Black Superman. Oh, oh, so it's not even, they haven't even confirmed it's going to be Black Superman? No. It's just because Tallahassee Coast is writing yeah, it? Because Tallahassee Coast is writing Black Panther. But he also is currently writing uh, Captain America. Mm. So it's not like he doesn't write white, white people. people. But, you know, racism. <laughs> but I guess it's also because He's black, so it's got to be black. They haven't, I mean, it'd be a waste if it's not, honestly. But I mean, and they haven't what announced. What though? Because I'm like, I, I, Granted, yeah, I, I cosplayed. I cosplayed as Valzad. You asshole! I have a Valzad mug. Yeah, but I'm just like, but I still want Henry Cavill didn't really get his chance. I mean, didn't he? Well, he's getting a four hour movie. Just like no, <laughs> yeah, but it's from Zack Snyder, and then it's no, like we I, didn't even get a Man of Steel two. I agree with you. Outside, but, I want not with Zack Snyder though. But we've had look, and I like not even like I loved the first Man of Steel, but even I'm saying, I don't know what side of the argument you thought was gonna be on this, but I'm. I'm for it because we haven't seen it. Like, and we've had so many other Superman shows, not shows, uh, Superman movies, so many versions of that character who is white. And now, especially now, that we have a good Superman show on TV, like, now of all times, it would make no sense 
to reboot Superman again and make it another white guy. Like, it, it doesn't make... It's, it's the same issue of, like, why have fucking Ezra Miller be be Barry Allen on a, like on in the movies while Grant Gustin is a better Flash in the Flash show. Granted, now it's gotten kind of wonky with how Flash has been lately, but at the time, there was no question the better Flash of those two was Grant Gustin. And it's because those they basically just copy and pasted the same, not character type, but the same physical actor type where they, they were interchangeable white guys. So why do that with Superman? Why not take it down a different direction? And if you're going to do it with a black writer like Tallahassee Coates, who's pretty prolific, why not speak to his strength, which is writing a character of color and make him a black Superman? When we have Val Zot that we've never explored. If you're making a young Batman... Maybe, maybe. What do you mean? Because would it be Val Zod or would it be Calvin Ellis? I I never thought that I feel like it'd Calvin be Ellis I feel like it'd be the easier route to go oh President, President Pre- Obama man because he was based off Obama well, that's less interesting to me maybe yeah to me and to you but Hollywood oh black president he's super- I mean to be fair Even, maybe he could do it though. and make it better he then, could but I don't want it because I mean the same thing with Miles Morales I think that the movies did Miles Morales better than the comics did yeah they did yeah so because because you could also make the argument that Val Zod is more tied to Kal El. He, yeah, for sure. Then President Superman, so it's an easy they're way to not... They're in the same world. Huh? Oh, I was like, they're not. They're two different Earths. I thought you meant... Oh, no, but I mean Earth 2. No, I thought there's... you meant Obama Man and... Oh, no, 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 no. I meant, I meant on Earth 2, there was a, there was a Clark kid. It was like... It was, that is... Val Zod is more the Miles Morales of Superman. Yeah. Because there was a... There was Superman proper, the white Superman, and then he died in that universe, quote, unquote, and then Val Zod was found. Same thing with Miles Morales, basically, in his universe. So I think, especially in a world where we have a Miles Morales movie that worked, why wouldn't you go down that same formula with Valzad? And just, I would just clean it up so you don't have, like, the dark-ass, that's the that's Zack Snyder movie, the dark-ass Earth 2, where the, the Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman all die in the beginning, and then Valzad's found later. Yeah, like, I definitely feel like Valzad's storyline is much more interesting, like the adopted older brother of Kal-El. Yes. And, like, he knows the adopted black older brother That's of That's Kal-El. why I said Hester Jesuitly, because I'm like, or yes, hesitantly, because I'm like, that never made sense to me in the comic either. It was like, yeah, there's a whole black race of Kryptonians, and they're all named Zod for some reason. Why? I don't know. <laughs> well, right. No, I don't think they're all Zod. Why is his name Zod? That was that was always weird to me. I, I thought it was weird to me too. Cause I was like, oh, is he related to General Zod? Exactly. No. no, he's not. So why use his name in it? But I think I feel like that's why they ended up changing it in the Krypton show. Was like the Z- the Zods were black. Yeah. I think it was because of Val. Yeah. But before, like, he has no, yeah, he has no connection, as far as I know, to General Zod. No, he doesn't. They just called him Val, because it's, it's, it's the more prominent name. They didn't really think it through. No. Because it's like, oh, well, if we, if we name him, like, Valteg, because, you know, they always have, like, a last name. Yeah, like, yeah. If we name him Valteg, it won't ring as hard as Zod, because, you know, you know what the Zod name is. Yeah. So, it's just like, even though he's a Zod, he still has an S on his chest, which has it's nothing. Not Z. <laughs> well, no, because the the S is the House of L symbol. Yeah. Which is like has nothing to do with him. Nope. But you still got to call him Superman, so it wouldn't make sense if he had the Zod symbol, because it's like, what is that? So it's the same. It's the same thing. It's like yeah. lice the names, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, the name has uh, has has an audience behind it. People will recognize the name Zod, so let's make him Val Zod. But what about the connection to the character Zod? Doesn't matter. No one no one cares. <laughs> like you just so, yeah yeah. So it's like if you're gonna do that, at least make him like. I thought he was going to be Zod's son. Yeah, make like, him so, Zod's son. Yeah. Like, Zod bang the black chick. That's Val Zod. Like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. 
And then it have more connection. Like my greatest enemy now has a child that's like my friend or whatever. Like, or you could even make it even t- a tighter connect. Well, no, because then that wouldn't work. Right. I was gonna say make him related to Cal in some way. Then he's Kara, basically. Yeah, then he's Kara. Yeah. But then I was gonna say, but then who's who in this family's black? <laughs> I would take parts of the Kryptonian show and add it to the movie and just make it that the house of Zod are black people. Make Zod black. Then you got a cool like Aqualad versus Black Manta type of relationship going on. That'd be cool. They're not gonna do that though. <laughs> gonna do that. So I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe, but because I was just like, I still want, because I'm like, why not just do both? What do you mean both? Like, you still get your Henry Cavill movie, but then you also get. Oh, okay. So so Spider Verse basically. Yeah. And have Henry Cavill be the Benjamin or Peter Benjamin Parker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down with that too. I mean, they haven't confirmed that Henry Cavill is not in it, right? Because even not... though Val is technically older, he was secluded the whole time. So, like, in, in Earth 2... I did not like that at all at first, when he was, like, a pacifist and wouldn't fight. I'm like, yeah, bro, come on, man. You can make the black Superman a pacifist. <laughs> Punch <He> was, something. <laughs> he, he was Aang, though. So, I mean, it's yeah. not, a, not a stereotype. At least you make the black superhero pacifist. Definitely not a stereotype because we're always the yeah. aggressor, so True. it's different. And they give him an arc. Yeah. I just didn't like where the arc ended with it not being a real Superman he was fighting. But That's okay. what I was going to say. Kind of the same thing with, uh, like, Aang. Like, he's a pacifist, but he still has to fight. Yeah. All right, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is an interesting arc, in a, especially in a movie where you don't want him to be throwing fists in the first half. You wanted to say that to the finale. So you could have the first half be Superman training, or not training, but like, you know, getting to know him, learning about him, but at the same time fighting his own villain. And then by the halfway point, Superman's defeated, and now Valazad has to step up. That'd be cool. And granted, I don't know. I understand he's an alien, but I don't understand what artist's obsession is by making these black characters have non black features. What do you like, mean? He has blue eyes. You think of Storm. She has uh, white hair. She has blue eyes. Black. Granted, there are black people that have are born with blue eyes, but it's very, 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 very rare. Because it went nice with his baby blue suit. That's why. <laughs> probably. I That's honestly the, like, probably the artistic reason why they did it. Like, oh, it looks good with his suit. Yeah. <laughs> and granted, who am I to talk? Because my character in my book has purple eyes. So You hypocritical bitch. <laughs> but, he, but, he's a, but he's not human. Like, I get, oh, you hypocritical like I said, bitch. <laughs> like I said, Valzad. But still, yeah. no, fuck you. But it's still not like... But it's not human. Like blue eyes is usually associated with white white people. Yeah. Nobody has purple eyes. Yeah. So it's more in inhuman. Yeah. I agree with you. I always thought it was funny. But, <laughs> I, would, but I do. I do because I, I I just like the aesthetic. I think bla- you know brown skin with purple like that shit is like. Have you ever looked? I say that like there are people with purple. I'm like, I'm I, no, like I have never like, seen that in my life. <laughs> that's, I, was just, I just realized what I said. But like, have you ever seen a purple? Blue? Yeah, but like when I make when I make characters that are black and I give them purple, lot like that shit. Just, I don't know. It just looks gorgeous. Like the 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 brown and the purple. Like yeah, I just want to fuck their eyes. <laughs> Whoa, I have never heard that phrase before in my life. <laughs> Let me just let my dickhead just let me just tuck what let me, let me just touch the corner let's, oh I'm sure that would burn oh, I'm sure no, it would no calm just just the, just the, yeah, I'm just, sure it would still burn just, just the tip oh god oh the, the my eyes hurt the visual imagery of that Jeez, the dog walked over like what's going on here y'all being crazy okay so I mean and you don't want Michael B. Jordan to be the, the no, actor absolutely not why does I, it always have to like? Every, I feel like people everything just, is Michael people, B. Jordan. Yeah, people I just agree. think of one black person, the most prominent black actor that they could think of. I don't even like, think he'd be because like, people are like, oh, 
They should do a Green Lantern. Michael B. Jordan. Why? Okay, but I will for, say... For John Stewart, why? I, I am that way with, with Idris Elba. So if you're going to do a Calvin, a Calvin Ellis, I would do Idris Elba for that. I feel like he could fit that role. No? Not a fan of that? Superman, President Superman, not Idris Elba? I mean, maybe. Come on! <laughs> Especially you give him, like... That's the one thing I didn't mention. But I don't want Super- President Superman. I don't either. But that was the one thing I didn't mention in the Superman Lois review. One of my complaints, it's very small. That muscle padding, ridiculous. Oh, yeah. They, they, it, was, like, it was Shazam. They, and they then it was stupid it. because, like, one scene that had it, like, when he was lifting the car up, he had the muscle padding. But then in the very yeah. next mo- split second later, when he's talking to the kid, it was gone. Yeah. So it's, like, very noticeable. Yeah. It didn't, nothing about it looked real. It was, like, you nailed it with the Shazam comparison, just like Shazam. But you put that on Idris Elba, I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll take that. And, and I mean, I guess it does work because he did call himself Black Superman in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. That's right. He was auditioning. <laughs> that was his audition tape. So, but, I'm fucking so Black if Superman. If they do Calvin Ellis, but Grant, I don't want them to do Calvin Ellis. I don't want that either. I, I just feel like it's less interesting to go that political with Superman. And it's funny because a lot of people, they confuse because they're both black. So there's only one. Oh, yeah. They confuse Val Zod and Calvin Ellis. Like, even black people, like I saw, like this is a uh, TikToker. He uh, talked about the news about uh, Black Superman, and he showed a picture of Val Zod, but he said, so they're going to do Calvin Ellis. I'm like, no! <laughs> it's not the same. Different suits, different faces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> different suits, different faces, different origins, different Earths. Yeah. <laughs> One's not president. Yeah, I mean, that's a big one. <laughs> that's a big one right there. They're just both black Kryptonians, but uh, there's more than one black Kryptonian, <laughs> just like there's more than one white Kryptonian. Yeah, so I'm... I'm I'm down for this idea as long as they do Valzon. There's four black Supermen, actually. There are? Yeah. Calvin Ellis is Valzon. Who are the other two? Uh, Sunshine Superman, which... Oh! That fucking 70s looking thing. Yeah. Okay. And then one I just found out about from Blurt Without Fear called Earth D Superman. He was the first... Earth dick. <laughs> yeah, Earth dick, pretty much. <laughs> everyone's black and has huge dicks. He came, he came right after Sunshine Superman in like 97. Okay. What does he look like? I'm about, to pull it up. I'm about to pull up his Twitter right now. Okay. And Sunshine Superman was the Superman With that the had the afro. afro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was stupid. <laughs> Though, I don't know if you mentioned this I'm too. I'm like, Sunshine Superman. Like, aren't, they all, aren't they all Sunshine Superman? But, like, but I was going to say, he's black, so he absorbs even more sun. <laughs> Which... Yeah, black Superman should be more powerful. Yeah, by default. Our skin absorbs more. That's the science. We absorb yeah, more sunlight. Yeah, science. Melanin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm black, bitch. I win. Boom. And push, push Kella in the face. That's, uh... Justice Alliance? Yo, his S is whack as fuck. It is a circle, my dude. He couldn't get a diamond? Like... No. Uh, all this talk about black Superman. No one's talking about black Superman who walked. So Valzot, Calvin Ellis, and yes, even Sunshine Superman. What? Sunshine Superman is after him? Or bef- Yeah, it's after this guy? He said that, but I was like, I looked at the, I looked it up. I think he made a mistake because I looked it up. Sunshine Superman came in 90, 1990, and oh. this caption right here, he says 97. Oh. So I'm like, no, Sunshine was first. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I don't know. Is this like a one-shot type of thing? Like just one scene? Yeah, I think in? it was. Yeah, okay. I mean, to be fair, he's it's pretty generic. Like, <laughs> he's, he looks less interesting than Calvin Ellis even. I'll take and – and I'll definitely with this, – so – there's only two Black Supermen. Calvin Ellis, Valzad. We don't talk about Sunshine <laughs> Superman, and this guy is, and eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Sunshine Superman. <laughs> kind of 70s shit. 
<laughs> I'm groovy, baby. Like, like that, I mean, that's probably his catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> up, up, and feeling groovy. Like what? <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 all I. That's it for news. For off the top of my head. Okay. One thing of news is that. Yeah, I don't know shit about the world, so I don't know anything about. The I don't music. think any trailers dropped. I mean, other stuff is just casting new. Like, there's a rumor that Gina Carano is gonna be replaced by uh, Hera. What? Uh, Cara Dune? Not not Gina Carano. Cara Dune is gonna be replaced by Hera or whatever in Ooh. Star Wars. The green tentacle chick. Oh, so more interesting. <laughs> I'll take that over Cara Dune's character. I don't really give a fuck about Cara Dune. So there's that. Uh, what else? Uh, there's rumors that fuck <laughs> Michael news off memory <laughs> that somebody's gonna appear in something. Oh shit! Somebody's gonna appear in something. I love something <laughs> and someone. <laughs> it's something MCU related. But I don't remember. Oh, it's my favorite MCU. <laughs> my favorite universe. But yeah, oh, that's fine. It's already a three-hour episode. Is that? Are you not entertained, people? Is three hours not enough? No, we want another hour of news. <laughs> It's all good. We'll we'll catch up next week when we come back. But that's it for this week. Oh yeah, super super low Superman and Lois got renewed for a season two. Even though it's only been one episode. Yeah, it's only been one episode. Okay. Well, at least it's not an, an, an infuriating like season renewal. That's like how I, I, how I, is that renewed? I, I think they're not. I don't think they're going the flash route where every season is like twenty two episodes. I think they're doing fifteen episodes. Oh, so this season's only fifteen. Yeah, I believe. Good, because like one of our biggest complaints was that they don't have enough material for all those fucking episodes, so it ends up being a lot of filler that makes it crazy. Less is more, people. WandaVision's only nine episodes, and that is fine. Well, I say that, depending on how next week's goes. <laughs> then I might be like, oh we should have had ten. Ten would have been perfect. <laughs> but yeah, that's this week's episode of Blur Vision. Um I can oh, talk about. Yeah, I can so talk cute. about this based on the headline. I'm like, what? I'm curious what the fuck this is. What? Justice League's Ray Fisher issues statement with accusations of racism and reshoots involving Cyborg's penis. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? That's what I said. I was like, what is this headline? The Justice League shit does not end, bro. What? It, Ray, what but is I'm it like, not over? But Cyborg's this? penis, though. What it was? Okay, so yeah, please read that part. I need to understand that. <laughs> Joss said that I was supposed to be a metal dildo on set. I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read his whole... He, 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 it's a tweet. So this is the tweet. Oh, oh, damn. Okay. Still speaking his truth. Okay. <laughs> Prior to the Justice League reshoots of 2017, racially discriminatory conversations were had and entertained on multiple occasions by Warner Brothers Pictures executives, Toby Emmerich, Jeff Johns, and John Berg. Had I been aware of those conversations in real time, I would have addressed them in real time. However, it wasn't until the summer of 2020 that individuals who were in those meetings felt comfortable sharing with me what they had witnessed firsthand. When it comes to matters involving race, I always try to give the benefit of the doubt to those who may be ignorant of their own biases. But when you have the studio executives, particularly Jeff John, saying, quote, we can't have an angry black man at the center of the movie. What? And then those executives use their power to reduce and remove all black people from that movie. What? They are no longer entitled to any benefit associated with doubt. Toby, Jeff, and John were not ignorant of their biases. They understood full well that the racist rhetoric they chose to entertain to those meetings was offensive, discriminatory, and unacceptable. Furthermore, they dared not speak those things to me, nor any other black person associated with the film. Instead, they chose the cowardly route and gas 
They chose the cowardly route of gaslighting, complete with extremely problematic requests, such as asking me to, quote, play cyborg like Quasimodo. What? And forcing a scene to be reshot so they could highlight the existence of cyborg's penis. What? What? (laughs) Unfortunately, Mandingo cock. Unfortunately, those were just some of the issues. We now know that the leadership at Warner Brothers lied to the cast and crew of Justice League and to the world about Zack Snyder picking Joss Whedon to finish the film. So I guess that's not true. The truth will continue to reveal itself, and as it does, never gonna end. And as it does, there will likely be attempts to shift blame completely onto Kevin Sujahara and Joss Whedon. But make no mistake, Jeff Johns worked intimately with Joss to overhaul the entire Justice so now he's League throwing script. Jeff Johns into it, like under the. Well, he's been doing. He's always mentioned these. He's always mentioned. He didn't. I'm like I didn't hear Jeff Johns before. He didn't just mention Joss Whedon. He he always mentioned Joss Whedon, Roland. I mean, uh, Roland Emmerich. I'm like, what? Roland, the guy from Godzilla? Like, <laughs> Joss Whedon, Toby Emmerich, Jeff Johns, and he always mentioned them. But mm. it's just they only focused on Joss Whedon because he's the easiest that was one the scapegoat. Yeah, he's the easiest one to slide under because the rest of them are like executives mm. and things. So that makes sense. Hollywood's fucked up, man. But what, what, what was I? Uh, but make no mistake, Jeff Johns worked intimately with Joss to overhaul the entire Justice League script. And while Jeff was not credited as a co-writer of the film, he was certainly an enforcer of the race-based discrimination that occurred during his conversation with Toby and John. Zack Snyder's Justice League stands as proof of and opposition to that discrimination. I am indebted to the participants of the Justice League investigation. They have put themselves at great risk to share the truth. I owe it to them. I owe it to my peers in this industry. And I owe it to all the black people to stay the course. Onward, gratefully, Ray. Accountability uh, greater than uh, entertainment. P.S. Walter Hamada owes an apology to all the participants of the Justice League investigation. And then he leaves a quote by Coretta Scott King. It doesn't matter how strong your opinions are if you don't use your power for positive change. You are indeed part of the problem. Jesus Christ. I mean... And it also goes or reminds me as I'm reading this. He also released a tweet when the, uh, the 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 Superman news came out. He's like, "So Warner Brothers, you wanted to discredit a black man for speaking his truth, but hey, black Superman, am I right?" That's man, kinda, Ray. Kind of Ray. <laughs> Why does Ray want all the smoke? Like, <laughs> like one of them. Like, but I mean, no, it's turning uh, based on everything. It's turning out everything he's saying is true. Yeah, I mean. Shit. <laughs> and I mean, the thing with Jeff Johns, what, I, what what, about his penis needs to be displayed so people know? Look, we got this guy, right? He's going to be half robot. But the main question everyone's going to have is, does this dude have a dick? So we need to focus on his crotch. I mean, think about the thing. People, you know, there's like, oh, he's a rock monster. Does he have a dick? I've never once been like, you know what? This movie, like, I'm watching Fantastic Four. I'm like... You know, it'd be great. We actually saw his nah, rock dick, even, so I would know. Even uh, during the fan force dick, because you know he didn't have clothes on. He was just a pure rock monster. People are asking, like, so what happened to his dick? But I don't understand. Cyborg needs to show his like, not even show his dick. How? But, but I no, but, that, but, but, but no, there, there was a there was controversy about that in like the '80s, because it seemed like no dick. Yeah, because <laughs> he didn't have he didn't have one. He like he was fully like robot or whatever. So it's like oh cyborg. Yeah, cyborg. Okay, so okay. it's like oh you're desexualizing a black man, which is a tr- which was a trope. Oh man, it's so layered. <laughs> but with this, I'm like, I what I want to be on the creative like team or like I want to be a fly on the wall 
and just understand exactly what they needed to show to illustrate that this man had a penis. Like, I don't understand why that's a decision that had to be a priority. Like, no, people aren't going to buy this unless we know this black man has a penis. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, it just, that just seems so crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, like I said, every, everything that he's saying is, seen, is coming out to be true. But at the same time, one small thing I got to call bullshit over, granted, don't know what we don't know. But he always talks about this accountability is greater than uh, entertainment. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but there's literally a video of Ezra Miller choking, choking a bitch. And, and they don't talk about and that. He don't say nothing. He don't try to disown or disavow or anything. Even even Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder's riding with with with, with uh, Ezra Miller. He's not disowning. Ezra Miller's in this fucking Justice League movie. Reshoots. But he's not saying nothing about that. It's so weird to me that no one talks he's about riding that. hard. He's riding hard for Zack Snyder. But... I just don't understand that controversy. Like, what happened there? There's a rumor that Amber Heard has been fired as Mara. Granted, they said it wasn't true, but still, like... I, I get... Th- Look, she needs to be fired. But I'm saying, but nobody's talking about it. Yeah, it's so weird. But it's so weird. I, they, they'll... Look, Hollywood. Johnny bullshit. Depp got fired from uh, Hollywood from, morality from, is bullshit. Johnny Depp from, got fired from uh, Fantastic Beasts. I was about to say Stranger Things. Yeah. No, Fantastic Beasts, but that's which is also a Warner Brothers property. Yeah. So. It doesn't because it's not about morality. It's just about what looks good for PR. And it, ultimately, it's. And I, I don't understand the Ezra but I'm like, thing. But, it, but does it though? Because I'm like, people are calling for her head too. Yeah, but I feel like they they're they're. It's a vote. I don't want to say vocal minority, but I feel like there would be a bigger backlash by firing her from all the people on the other side that are like, believe all women. I feel like that will be the Twitter fire that explodes if they were to fire Mara. But with Ezra Miller, that I just don't get at all because I'm like, he's a guy. There's a video of him strangling a person. No one ever came out to say that it wasn't real. Everybody just kind of went quiet on it. But it's like, in this world where we're, we're like you said, having accountability for everybody. Why was that never a follow-up question? Even like, Ezra Miller hasn't had an interview since then. It's been over a year, right? Like there's been no, yeah. No one's talked about it. No one's asked him about it. How? <laughs> How sway? I I need to know why there are rule these rules for some people and not others. Is it just how, how many people have a pitchfork after you? That's what matters? It doesn't matter what you actually don't do? Because even if it was a I joke, right? I can't even answer that. Even That's what I'm saying. Joke. Even if it was a joke, say like, Say it. But the fact that nothing's been said from anyone? What? <laughs> and we're just, we're just proceeding as if nothing happened. Like, okay, we're people are still talking about a Flash movie. I'm like, is that still happening? Yeah, it is. Because they just hired, uh, what's her face? This is the super la- first Latina Supergirl. T.I. just got kicked out of fucking Ant-Man because he had a, some allegations or shit on his name. Why doesn't that apply to Ezra Chokovich Miller on tape? Like, he's on tape. <laughs> they showed him doing it. It's on YouTube. You can look it up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So I these rules. and like I said, that's all I'm saying. We don't know what we don't know. Maybe it turns out they were friends and they were playing around, and somebody just caught the last. Mo- but still, like, but there's not even an outrage about it. Like in the same way that people came after Johnny Depp or something like that. There's the, there hasn't been that level of like, we gotta take down Ezra Miller. I feel like there was in the beginning, but then it like died quick quickly. You mean how the internet works? Yeah. You mean how basically all these backlashes go, where the the company will see the initial backlash immediately. React by firing whoever the backlash is. But about. he didn't even get fired. No, that's what I mean. But like, it's like a window, and in that window where an allegation or a controversy first happens, that's when the internet buzzes about it. But then, you, if you wait a couple of days, it just goes away because we're always looking for the next person to burn at the stake, basically. So I'm like, is that what 
the Ezra Miller example is, it's a thing where this is now proof that if you just wait out a controversy, as long as there's no, like, I wouldn't even say, as long as there's no evidence, it's on tape! <laughs> it's, <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. it's on tape if you just wait out the first, like, three you, three days yeah, of the wait. wait it out and just don't say nothing. It eventually just goes away, and no one will follow up on you. Just hope, just hope a bigger controversy shows up, I guess. Yeah! I, think, I feel like that'd be the only... Because I'm trying to think what happened between... I don't, I don't remember. That's too far back to go. But what, I'm like, maybe something else happened within that span of time that it's like, ooh, shiny new toy. I mean, that, that's the case every week, bro. Every week there's a new controversy or new yeah, issue. Yeah, but sometimes it's, sometimes it's from the same person. Like Gina Carano, her controversy was it was always her. That was her fault. Yeah, that was now, her fault. She, if she shut the fuck up the first couple of times, she would not be fired. Yeah. But her keep calling, doubling down, doubling down. Doubling, it's like, yo, all right. Like, same thing, Ezra Miller came out and defended him, even if he defended himself. And let's say it didn't actually happen in the way that we saw it happen. But if he came out and defended himself, and people started going back and forth with him, and it became bigger and bigger and bigger because of that, him trying to defend himself, then he would have been fired. I feel like just because he laid low, it's like, well, he didn't say anything back, so who knows, right? Like, it's like, what? Yeah. It's almost the same thing with Letitia Wright. Like, after she got the contract, yeah. she deleted her Twitter, and we haven't heard from her. Nope. Just laying low. Yeah, like, I'm just, just going to wait low. until... Eventually, people are going to be like, oh, Black Panther 2, we forgot about it. Yeah, when they announced Black Panther 2, Shuri's going to be in it. Here's this for the first screenshot of Shuri. And it's like, oh, everybody loves Shuri again. It's like, remember when she said that fucked up shit? <laughs> that was complete bullshit. Yeah. Anti-science, anti-mask, whatever the fuck she was saying. <laughs> but yeah, all right. So, what so, have we learned? Different rules, different people? <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, different rules, different people. But what do we make of this? And, picture and yes, guys... Because they say, because you know, people always say conservatives are being deplatformed. Conservative, cons- there are plenty of conservatives working in Hollywood. They're just not saying track. Like Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr. are conservative. <laughs> they just don't speak on that. Shit. Yeah, they're just they're, but they're still working. They're just not being openly racist, transphobic, anti-mask, anti-vax. But it's also a fallacy that we've now associated conservatism with all those things. Like that Cause shouldn't because it is now. <laughs> I don't know, but it shouldn't be associated with it. But unfortunately, it is. Yeah, just be a. You know, a normal conservative that just has conservative values that doesn't include homophobia or racism or transphobia or like <laughs> or any of that shit. Is that so hard? Or we keep America great again? Even that? conservative values are trash. But look, I'm not gonna go. I agree, <laughs> but because think about because like you're con- conservative about you're conserving you're progressive you're by conserving existing. you're conserving <laughs> tradition. Yeah, it was used to be a tradition to hold slaves. Like they didn't want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I, that's what I'm saying. Me and you are progressive just by nature. <laughs> like, yeah, like <laughs> we we're, we're progressive just because we exist. The but, whole thing about make America great again for for like, who? Yeah, for exactly, who? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's been our political ten minute talk. <laughs> Anything else you want to bring up before we got here? Uh, I'm waiting for my sushi. Okay. Well, I don't care about that. <laughs> But the audience is like, oh, thank God. the Michael's food arc ended and he finally got food. Yeah. Because <laughs> the whole episode you were talking about food. Should be arriving at 6.30. Oh, what a conclusion. <laughs> sushi and strawberry banana smoothie. Which gives you abs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's ice cream. Smoothies don't count. Smoothies give you thighs. In a good way? No, yeah, good thighs. Oh, good thighs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not, not big thighs. <laughs> not big thighs. Strong thighs. But speaking of which, my groin my groin has been hurting for like the last, since I've had this motherfucker. Why are you telling me about your dick pains? I don't understand. No, not my dick, my groin. <laughs> Whatever, same thing. Why it's you not the same thing. Your groin why, is right here, like your inner thigh. Why are you getting inner thigh pains with your new dog, Michael? I don't understand. 
<laughs> Evan, that was that was yeah <laughs> yeah Evan's whole thing about dog horse station yeah I don't know if that's a good thing to associate. I was like that didn't come out the wrong way. But <laughs> Evan's no. looking at this dog. Yeah. <laughs> I was like what? No, because uh, haven't like I run like when I take the dog out for a walk I'll usually run. Yeah. And like for whatever reason I started like and it's only this my my right thigh it like start I start cramping up right here and like it's like it hurts like even as I'm doing this what? I feel. It's like tight. <laughs> this is where Mike was like, so you want to just like massage my thigh real quick? Yeah, that's, bro? What, that's like, what I'm trying to get yeah, you to do. Yeah. I'm like, I want to. <laughs> on air. <laughs> yeah, I want you to massage my inner thigh. Bro, like, help bro out. Come on. Come on, we're friends. Help yeah. me out. Because <laughs> I, I can only get this certain angle. <laughs> but like you could get in a little deeper. Wait, so just running? I, is it because you're cold maybe? You're not warmed up? or? It could be. Cause, yeah, because I, I haven't stretched. Yeah. But it's weird because it's only my right leg. It's not my left. Huh. You're uneven. You need to. Yeah, clearly I'm uneven. You need to do piston squats and just your I left need to leg. Because like, even now, like I'm, stretch, right like I'm, I'm stretching it right now, and it's like this shit is. It's Michael's like tight. his legs like in front tight. of me. Snap tries to do through the podcast, Michael. I need you to loosen me up, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here before this turns dirty. All right, guys. This has been this week's episode. So of start, start of every porn. Like get a massage. It really is. I've been feeling pain right here. It's a little bit lower. A little bit lower. <laughs> it's like what? What am I touching? And all of a sudden, you know like, what this is, bitch. <laughs> Have you ever had your ass eaten? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, we're out of here. <laughs> this week's episode of Blur Vision. I'm your host, Jordan with Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace. Jordan, have you ever had your ass eaten? <laughs> well, now that you mentioned it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite. That is... Say yes or no. Dating me will look like. It looks like washy. What do you mean by say yes or no? Like, is he a good looking guy? Yeah. Should I, should I hit the hit this swipe button? I mean, he's built. So. That's not what I asked. <laughs> there, are, <laughs> there are built people that aren't. I mean, he's not ugly. You, but look, you look pretty good. I mean. None he, of my glasses are broke. It's a lot harder to wear this fucking mask with the glasses because it's not like. What happened to your glasses? You sat on it? I stepped on it. Uh, that's what it looks like. I mean, he looks alright. Like I said, he looks like an uglier version of my friend Washi, but <laughs> he looks alright. What is that? Like, is that a dating app or something? It's Hinge. Hinge. Yeah. Hange? <laughs> From Attack on Titan? Yeah, same thing. <laughs> wow, she's setting you up with other guys. So it's, it's like a swipe left, swipe right kind of thing? You don't swipe. You, you, hit, the heart, you hit the heart button uh. or the X button. Uh, so why'd you ask me my opinion? Were you not sure? <laughs> like, I wasn't sure. Oh, okay. I need another gay person's well, opinion. Well, hey! <laughs> I am very happy. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Fuck the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Blurred Vision. Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome to Blurred Vision.